This episode is being recorded out of Shop Talk Podcast Studio in Oak Park, Michigan. For more information, visit shoptalkpodcaststudio.com. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Far too kind. I'm going to talk through this shit so we don't get took the fuck down. Because y'all can't miss this. With the Detroit boys. One last time, I need y'all to grow. One last time, we need y'all to roar. What the hell is you? Come on, man. Cooking raw with them Detroit boys. Y'all know what the fuck it is. Come on, fam. Hey, man. I ain't even going to give them too much of that. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to This Week in Culture. I am your host, Ant Wood, a.k.a. Trinidad, and a.k.a. One Half of the Culture, and Mr. 300. I got my brother with me, Jay. What up, though? What up, though? It's your man, Jay Johnson, One Half of the Culture, One Half of Everything, and I know what you're thinking. Finally, my favorite podcast is spending 300 more times with me. Nigga, if you haven't guessed, yeah, we here to review Snowfall, Episode 7, Season 6, all that good shit. We're going to talk about Louie being completely fucking delusional, Teddy being completely fucking delusional. But before we get to that, 300 of them things, man. Yeah, man, we got to go. Uh, we got to run game 300 bars right quick. Yo, man, you know hold saying? up, hold up. Cause I know that's not gonna get taken down. No, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying. That's how I, I felt about that peasy last week. Like, I was I, like, well, "We safe." No, like I know it's safe. out, but you yeah, know, that's a, that's a big record. That's on. No, every, no, no. It's a huge record, but like we from the crib. Like show us love. <laughs> that that is on every single time I get in the car. Tell your lawyer. Tell your lawyers leave us alone, peasy. Like we in the building, dog. But no, game three hundred bars will never be taken down. <laughs> Holy shit! I love man. Um. Uh, wait, wait! I done played a hundred bars. My bad. No, you gotta go to YouTube. At YouTube. That's shit, what I'm meant sure. to go to. You yeah. definitely gotta go yeah, to the yeah. YouTube for the three hundred. Three hundred bars. bars. Hold up. Also known as the end of G Unit, because I mean it was never the same after that. Man, man. Um, just sit back. Why was this shit fifteen minutes? <laughs> I mean, that's how long it take you to rap. I mean, cannabis a hundred bars was five minutes. You feel me? I went down to one of them bodega shits right there in Harlem. Got me a boule, Lloyd Banks, and Young Buck CD. Took that shit home, put it in my boombox. Thought I was about to be on some Radio Raheem shit. Man, that shit sounded like some Vanessa Williams in 88. I mean, Olivia Q. But they said that bitch me. So it's Black Wall Street for life now. Titties, G, you not, not, not. 300 balls and running. Fun fact. My first company was called Black Wall Street. Man. Had to change it to Black City Government after these niggas came out. God damn it. Um, and then uh, PD Pistols was the name of our artist. <laughs> and they had an artist named Pistol P. I'm like, yo, are they in the studio with us? <laughs> but, same company I mean, name, same artist, the whole nine yards. I mean, it wouldn't be the first time that... Yeah. You know, we, we know the shit that comes out this studio be landing other places, man. Yo, man, 300 episodes. This is your second time doing this. Yeah. How you feel about that, man? Man, I was uh, chatting with Jenny and shit earlier. Mm-hmm. I think I've done a thousand. Oh, easily. Yeah, easily. I think I've done a thousand. But uh, I did not know I was doing two, 300. 
Yeah. Can, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. Now, um, to be a hundred percent, yeah, we probably passed three hundred twenty episodes ago, possibly with the Patreon I, shit. You know, nigga, what I'm saying? with Patreon and then them old like uh, when we used to do the little afterthought joints, yeah. we're probably around three fifty. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. if we keeping it a hundred, yeah, um. Yeah. Yo, man, first of all, I had to bring back a little can crack for y'all. Y'all already know what it is. If you've been around since day one, when you hear that can crack, that mean your man back, man. That's for them day ones, dog. Uh, shout out to now blank, blank, and blank, because we ain't giving them niggas no love, and I'm yeah, turning the labels. Turn to the side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? But, um, to this side. Let them see that part. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm like, damn, this shit uh, multi-sided out this bitch. Hey, yo, yo, man. Later on this evening, I might have a bottle, a model stop through. Okay, because when the bottles pop, so you popping bottles with models this way. Okay, I see what you want. Bottle bottle pop, the bottle stop. Come on, man. Yo, man. Um, it's funny because of how fitting it is that 300 episodes would land on Snowfall, right? Um, one of the original three. So if you've been around since the beginning, me and Jay been podding about three shows from the beginning. Mm. It has been Power, (laughs) OG Power. Not that Tariq shit, not that Tommy shit. OG Power, Insecure, and Snowfall. Those have been the three. Was right? y'all around for the first podcast album art? Oh, it man. Was, it, man. Was, it was three shows on the album art. It was mm-hmm. Power, Insecure, and Snowfall. And Snowfall. And it was um, a, a little mashup picture yeah. that we just threw together to start the Facebook page. And from then, we just ran with that shit. Yeah. And um, um it's, it's so wild that... That's where we landed Because this wasn't planned out This wasn't You know what I'm saying We didn't even do nothing For the 300 So it ain't like We put this shit together I ain't realize it Till earlier today That this was even Episode 300 um, But man dog That that shit takes us back To what 2018 bro Yeah 2018 We've been doing this Pod shit for a very Long fucking time um, What's crazy is If we ain't have You know Some of the gaps We did like When I get, got sick And, and COVID in general Kind of threw us off For a minute But then when I actually Got it It threw us off A little more But nigga We'll be at Damn near 400 We damn near Caught a stride With shop talk From a from an episode Perspective yeah. Right So it's It's just wild Cause the um, You know Niggas talk that That Malcolm Gladwell 10,000 hour shit Y'all niggas talk that you you love so you, podcasting so, and want to do a pod shit. Nigga. So you know what's so funny is I was thinking about the Matt the the ten thousand hour shit. Mm-hmm. As much as I've potted, I don't think I well I haven't put in ten thousand hours of actual audio on the microphone. Right, right. Which is fucking crazy when you think about it. Yeah, because I got at least a thousand episodes. Yeah, yeah. And let's just say. They all three hours a piece, which they not. Okay. That's still only 3,000. Facts. Facts. Now, Joe Rogan at 10,000 for sure. Yeah. That nigga drops four-hour episodes, three to four-hour episodes every single day for the last 12 years. But he does. So, like, and I feel like we're kind of in the middle. Joe Rogan does his shit like a radio show, right? Like a, a fucking WJLB-type slot. That's how he drops. Depending on the content, and we just saw it by what we was just doing with them fucking five shows at once, we damn near dropping every day, right? And and we giving niggas two and three hours every time, but it's still hard to hit that ten thousand mark, bro. Yeah. Now if you if you talk about time it takes to create and get the content for a podcast, mm-hmm. uh definitely to put the ten thousand in. Oh uh, nigga. I put uh, uh 
Four thousand hours in rewatching fucking uh, snowfall episodes, and when you talk about like just the 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 type of podcast that we do here, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, focus specifically on the the content of movies and television shows, um, it takes a lot. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. It's um, I don't think people. It's funny, like I when we first started potting. We didn't really know exactly what like format we was gonna do. Like we used to if you listen to them early pods, if you've been around since some early pods, they were shorter, they were kind of like we would come in, we would talk about the show, whatever we was reviewing, the movie, whatever. But it was like it was very straightforward. You know what I'm saying? Like we yeah. kinda came in, discussed the shit as it happened, and left. Um and, and we gave our opinions and our thoughts on the shit, but it wasn't really flushed out. Yeah. Um and I, I think over time, right, practice make perfect sort of shit. We just kept doing it, dog, and, and things started naturally implementing themselves into our format. And then you looked up, and and pods was two and three hours, man, every I were, time. I, I I legit remember that first time it was the Love Is pod, mm-hmm, and I was like, man, I'm just so scared to release this. Let's split it in two. Yeah, because it was three hours. Yeah, and we and was like, we gotta split it. I saw somebody earlier this week on Facebook saying things I'll never understand. Number one. Why are podcasts longer than one hour? Uh, number two, it was two other things. And I was thinking, like, I used to sort of kind of think that way. Like, yo, but, like, this be my biggest, one of my biggest pet peeves mm-hmm. when I'm watching content, um, debates, whether it be CNN, whether it be, or online shows, whatever it's like, yo, we got to wrap this up in the interest of time. Mm-hmm. No, you don't. Ain't no commercials being played. Who's nigga, time? Nigga, this the internet. Who's fucking time, dog? And like, nah, we're going to wrap this up when we finish the conversation. Matter of fact, to be very specific, I remember when, uh, I forget what movie it was, but it might have been Black Panther. I, I just It was a long-ass podcast with Dr. Umar, and I yeah. didn't watch that shit. And I was like, nigga, they... Fucking review was longer than the actual movie. Like, who yeah. the fuck would ever listen to some shit like that? I didn't. <laughs> 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 but now that I think about it, no, we've definitely done pods longer than the movie that we reviewed because it was that much conversation. I mean, nigga, naturally with with a show like Insecure, right? Half hour show, or even season two of um Mayor of Kingstown that we just wrapped up on the Patreon. Our pods were naturally going to be longer than the fucking show because they only given us 30 and, and maybe 40 minutes mm-hmm. of content. Um, and the discussions and the conversations that derive from these shows, uh, it, it, it warranted well beyond that 30 minute mark. Right. Yeah. Um, I remember when I first started getting into more long form pods and, and started noticing myself listening to pods that were. You know, over an hour and a half, because I think most of them around that hour, hour and a half mark, they wrap it up. Um, And when I first started noticing myself get into them, um, I realized something. It ain't for everybody. Yeah, that's one. Uh, And it ain't for every fucking pod. The shit that we come up here and discuss, whether we're talking about what's going on out in the culture or not, or whether we're just, you know, flat out running up um, an episode or a movie, the conversations around that take time there are conversations that need to be flushed out we're having those we're not just reviewing what happened we talking about how this shit applies in real life how we relate to some of the content that we talk about like it's just mad shit out there and it's a discussion right yeah i i I don't listen to any other uh television review podcast or movie review Mm -mm. podcast 
um, specifically because I don't want to I don't want to steal anything. I don't want to yeah. take anybody's shine or flavor. Yeah. Um, it's possible that I'll get to them whenever I get to them, but I don't I don't want to to borrow anybody's stuff yeah. by mistake. But I was talking when people were reached out and was talking to me about like I guess we're different than other pods or mm-hmm. whatever who do the same type of stuff. And I look at the charts mm-hmm. on Apple mm-hmm. charts and stuff, and I'd be looking like, man, what how the fuck is they up here? Or yeah. I don't, I just, I, I don't understand. And I look at comments and stuff, but like the TV show was one thing. Everybody yeah. got a, a opinion about who should have died, who should have facts, died. facts. I think what we finally hit, we hit our stride is just the conversation. We start podcasting. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes yeah. you get to potting because of a topic. Facts. And being able to be a fly on the wall and hearing an interesting conversation between two people um, or something that you may disagree with between yeah. two people. Uh, I think that's what kind of draw people in. Um, that's what I care about. I mean, we do yeah. the, we do the culture shit, you know what I'm saying, depending on what the kind con- like what's going on with it? Yeah. Like that Jonathan Major shit, for instance, that was relevant to what we talk about because yeah. this nigga's in all the fucking major movies right now. So it's like, all right, in in one of our best fucking podcast series ever with uh, Lovecraft Country. So it was like, all right, yeah, we gonna we gonna rap about that. But like, it be some shit niggas be sending to me like, yo, y'all should rap about this, and I'm like, I just I don't really one, I may not have an opinion on some of that shit, but two, like when it be completely unrelated. And it be something I don't care about. Like it's just like more gossipy type shit. It's like, all right, we not bossip. You know what I'm saying? Believe but, it or not, like uh, there's some artists from the city uh, who are really big and really large. Mm-hmm. And uh, people are like, yo, you should have this person on your pod. I'm like, in reference to shop talk. Yeah. Um, I'm like, I would have no idea what I would talk to this man about. Mm. Mm. I like the couple of songs. I don't listen to your music like yeah, that. I yeah. like them songs that be on the radio. Them bitches is jamming. Yeah, but like I don't know what I would talk to you about, yeah. and it's gonna be awkward. Which is why we don't really have strangers on the show unless I'm so interested in this stranger yeah, that like I want to get shit to know that they do or that they talk about. Yeah, yeah. so I, it's it's the same with some of the the gossipy hot topic shit. Uh, if we genuinely care about it, or if enough people didn't tag and had yeah, yeah, conversations yeah. with yeah. us because. It is this week in culture. Facts, if it facts. definitely impacted the culture or whatever, whatever. With or but like some of the shit, I don't, I, I'll be honest, some of the stuff that we talk about, I don't want to talk about because I don't want to give my opinion on it because one, I don't really care about it that much. Yeah. And it's so, it's so divisive. Some of this shit just really, really divisive. You facts, know what I'm saying? It's, facts. It's, uh, I, it is. You know what's funny, man? Um, People have not only hit us up about like shit, you know, like cultural related topics that they think we should talk about, but like shows and shit. Like mad people be suggesting like I didn't got a lot about yo when y'all gonna do Swarm and when y'all gonna do um Creed, like follow up on Creed. All that shit is coming by the way. We're gonna get to it when we get to it for sure. And we're gonna make sure that we touch on these popular cultural like pieces of content. But some shit y'all be suggesting, I just be like What's the conversation behind What's that? the com? It ain't that it ain't good, right? It ain't that it ain't good. It's what's the fucking conversation behind it? What can me and him get up there and talk? Even if we do do a... Because some shit only requires me and Jay to come up here and talk for a quick 30, 45. I'll give you even, even a little deeper dive. Uh-huh. What's the conversation that Anthony and Jason specifically talk mm. can talk about? Because when we get to talking about certain shit, it's our personal yeah, yeah, yeah. experiences. Yeah. How, do, how do you think you would impact for that? Right, right. Like, so for an example... I can't do an episode by episode breakdown of Bel Air because one, I'm not in high school anymore. 
in that high school shit that they they referring to, yeah. some of it is silly to me. Right, right. Because as an adult, I'd be like, listen, this idea that they're going with, yeah. I think it's a horrible idea. And it's also very Gen Z yeah. as well. Yeah, yeah. But like, I can't really critique uh, on screen. 17 year old For having a, a juvenile idea mm-hmm. When that's the idea You know what I'm saying So yeah, like man. I can't I'm not I'm, I'm also not rich <laughs> I don't live I in mean, Definitely like I, a difficult relate Uh, Like season one It was different Because we all grew up on mm-hmm. What we grew On Fresh Prince And it was something new And yeah. this and this But now it's like well, I don't know I can't Matter of fact We didn't do an episode By episode breakdown No yet. no no We um No last year we did Epi- Each episode I felt like, yeah, I feel like they were like in front of whatever was on at the time. Like we would do like that was the first hour. Okay. And then whatever else we was reviewing was. I'm not saying because I don't remember ever no, no, coming no. here yeah, specifically yeah, yeah. for. It was it was that and another show. Yeah, um, so it could have been. But like what's that. wild, though, uh, talking about that. And I know I, I said, you know, hey, we're going to try to review that around episode five and then maybe the finale. Now it's looking more like the whole season. Just come up here and just do one. Again, some we might give you all a little random 30, 45 minute drops about. Stuff like that where it's like it ain't too much of a conversation, but we can definitely discuss it and, and make sure that the people who get in the Patreon is getting that type of content. The people who tune in just to hear our opinion on whatever is getting that type of content. We can give you all that. Um, but where a show like Bel Air this season specifically has been kind of hard to discuss, not only has it um has it kind of really highlighted Hey, this is very high school. It's very juvenile. A lot of the, you know, it's it's very ABC family, right? And I but it's even, lost the novelty that it has season one. And I don't even mean that as yeah, like yeah. a negative. It ain't a slight. You know what I'm saying? It ain't or, a slight. or that the show is bad or anything yeah, like yeah. that. I don't even mean I it enjoy that way. watching the show. I just know that for us to do what we normally do for what our listeners are normally looking for, I'm going to need that whole season to play out so I can see what started out, like what the initial conflict was and how it was resolved or handled by the end of the season. And then that may like shit after the season, it may be three episodes that we can touch on about, mm-hmm. yo, this one particular topic, man, man. let's break down this topic. Yeah. 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 Well, let's break down fathers. And-, and and that's, that's really what it is, right? Like I'm very curious again with Bel Air as the example, I'm very curious to see why Phil is not allowing Jeffrey to see his fucking kid because it also goes back to season one when you weren't allowing fucking uh, Lou Marlon Wands to see Will, nigga. Like, what's your thing, dog? I think Jeffrey killed somebody. And he don't want his son to know. No, I think Jeffrey killed his son's mother. Oh, shit. <laughs> Dark. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Jeffrey, <laughs> Jeffrey, 100%, in my opinion, caught a body over mm. where we at. And when he goes... Back over there yeah. to see his son. It's he gonna get arrested. Yeah. So he like, my nigga, you know you can't go see him. Yeah. You get that shit up. Cause if you go over there, they gonna catch you. Yeah. And then all the shit that niggas been saying online about he just don't want people to see his kids. Like, come on, man. You know that's yeah. not a you come, like you know that's not a thing. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm I'm no, I'm on a mission to not have fathers connect with their children. Like, I'm i I'm fairly sure it's gonna be something like that, dog. Yeah. Um I 100% can see it be some foul shit like that. Um, But again, it's one of them things like whatever it is, we know that they're going to take the remainder of the season to fucking reveal. But I definitely, by the end of season two, y'all need to explain to me how Jeffrey killed that nigga for Uncle Phil and how he's still playing. Like, they just skipped over that shit? Like, a nigga got killed. Yeah. 
and y'all didn't ran with it. They didn't even talk about it no more. <laughs> so here's the thing, too. Um, season two compared to season one. Season one had a grit to it that didn't feel as much ABC Family. It, it felt, felt dark like the trailer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The they, initial dramatic dark trailer that came out before this was ever a show when they just said like, "What if?" Fresh Prince was a drama, and then they presented it like a drama. And season one, for the most part, played out like a drama. We wasn't trying to be funny. It was some funny ha ha moments. Yeah, but like it, it was. It was light moments, yeah. right? But it wasn't. Fu- it was still a drama. Season one, season two, so far has been very jovial, very like ABC Family. Yeah, um, it, it feels like a lighter version of like All American, which is already light. It feel like a less funnier version of Fresh Prince. Mm. Like, like less funny the, Fresh Prince with the same actors from Bel Air. <laughs> yeah, like they took the laugh track out, and yeah. the characters aren't as inter. Yeah, whatever. Did they take the laugh track out, or has it not been funny? <laughs> well, I mean, there's not a, so in the sitcom. Yo, it got to be a joke yeah, every seven I, seconds. Facts, facts. You know what I'm saying? Like, no, and it's honestly, I've I've been cool with the show, but again, I think that novelty wore off, and also think they shifted, even though they kept. Like they are filming it the same way. I think they shifted the way that the format of the show is because season one was more dramatic. Like it just was. Now there is some shit I can't wait to talk about. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Themes of the show. Mm-hmm. Like I want a, a theme of when this shit wrap up. Is Coco is Jones the theme. One of the she's involved in one of the okay. Themes, you okay. know what I'm saying? As far as like how much do you change for a relationship? Um, you ever went Muslim for? <laughs> <laughs> Yo, the Hezzy. <laughs> I had to think about the it. The Hezzy. Uh, like, uh, do you get brownie points for trying to do too much? And you know what I'm saying? Yeah. That whole relationship shit. That's a cool conversation. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Coco's also an adult. Them two is adults. So that's facts. The, facts. the conversation is different because how old is Jazz? Like, I would love to get a little bit of knowledge about this nigga other yeah, than he Muslim. Yeah, he out of school. You know what I'm saying? Clearly. Also thought that was dope. Um, that episode where his parents came and had dinner. That was his real mom. Oh, word. So I thought that was cool because um, oh, that's dope. Yeah, that's super dope. That's his mom in real life. She's on uh Tyler Perry's The Oval, and she's been in a few other shows that I watch. Um. So it was just dope to see because I didn't realize oh, that was his shit. mom. This is my and she actor, so like it only yeah, makes sense. Yeah, and like she been in shit for a while. Like it's funny, it's some shit that I've rewatched and seen her, and now that I know her, I recognize her, and it's yeah. like, oh, that's from like two thousand. <laughs> yeah, that shit started off a lot better than it ended. Yeah. I, did not, <laughs> I wasn't expecting that for sure. Yeah, 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 dog. Yeah. So, um, but no, it's all that to say, uh, for three hundred episodes, we have tuned mm-hmm. and. Uh, I think we got the post of what um, What the listeners want to hear Yeah and um, But also what the fuck we want to do That's a fact it's Uh, a balance in between Yeah facts facts And uh, man So I mean, we, I've been I can't wait to talk to y'all about Creed We just have to have the time That's another thing that I'm like Yo 300 episodes Some of these episodes haven't come to y'all as easily as they might appear (laughs) (laughs) We didn't came up here I'm never gonna forget season 4 of Snowfall Man I was thinking Man last last night I was like Bro Cause I didn't work That's how I got COVID I was like dog I might wanna record right after the pot Like I was so anxious to watch the episode all fucking day yesterday Like man, I can't wait. Ten o'clock. I was on the yeah. phone. Like, like it's nine fifty. I gotta, uh, I gotta get ready for. Oh snowfall. my god! Let me tell you about my attitude last night. So I'm watching The Night Agent on Netflix. Fire, by the way. 
um, The Night Agent on Netflix. Check that out if you haven't already. It's a very good, if you into shows like 24 and that sort of like thriller where every show is some other shit, check out The Night Agent. But I'm watching that. Um, and then I didn't realize it was 10.05. I'm like, oh shit, I did the fucking bullshit. Okay, so I, I jumped to FX, right? I go right to the app. Pull it up. I know I missed five minutes, but I'm okay with that. Fam, why randomly as fuck the FX app just stopped working in the middle of the episode? Like, this shit cut off when Aunt Louie and Sissy was having that talk at the table. Mm. The episode just, the FX app just stopped working, bro. Nigga, I got so pissed waiting on 11 o'clock to roll back around so I could run this back on um my live TV app. Because at that point, I was, you know, X amount of minutes in. So I'm like, you know what? I'll just run it back when it replays at 11.05 or whatever time. Bro, I was furious, dog. I was so pissed off. Um, But rewatched the episode last night a couple times. Rewatched it again a couple hours ago. Saw people, <laughs> yo, I saw people online saying like, oh, what do you know? An episode of Snowfall came on and I ain't seen one spoiler on my timeline. Family, there wasn't nothing to spoil. <laughs> There wasn't nothing to spoil. Like, the shit that happened this episode was not a one-stop shop like Jerome getting killed, bro. Like, there was no big spoiler at the end. But I didn't see as many people talking either. Well, yeah, but you know how that go. That's the internet. They jump on hot shit. It's hot moments, dog. This episode, this was like one of them Snowfall episodes from season one. That's what this felt like, where it was just like, it was methodical, dog. And you know what, though? Yo, that shit is really weak as fuck, though. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Like, niggas who get off, at the, I mean, the second something comes on, you jump on your timeline to talk about it. Me, even if we we in the East Coast. So why just happened I'm in the West Coast? The show ain't came on, don't come on for another three hours. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Unless is it is it the snowfall come on at 7 p.m. in L.A.? Well, uh, I it might. It. I remember WWE used to hit you with uh, 8 p.m. 9 Central or whatever the fuck. Like, and it'll come on PST. Yeah. Like, because like sporting event, like you can't not yeah, yeah, that can't live. not be live. You know what I'm <laughs> saying? But like, dog, I think that shit just so whack. And it's not like everybody don't know. Yeah, like it's man. a it's it's a big enough thing on social media. People, so many people complain about it. Where it's like when you do it. Like you quite literally doing it on purpose. Yeah. See, I always look at that shit on some devil's advocate shit because I'm like, yeah, I get where it can be annoying to see the spoiler. I've been on that end where I've seen the spoiler and been pissed. Shit, last night I thought I saw a spoiler and oh, it was some you, bullshit. But you dropped the spoiler. Uh, somebody hit me up and was like, "You spoiled uh, um, Mary King time for them." And oh, I, I don't like, give a fuck. And I was like, "Oh shit!" Because it was on episode eight, and then I forget whatever pod we was doing. It wasn't a, it wasn't a, a Mary's King time yeah, pod. Yeah. But we said something about Kyle, um, Kyle and his mom. Mm. And he was like, "Dog," because yesterday someone yeah. like, they're like, "Dog," I think Aunt Rune. I was like, "What you talking about?" Man, he was like, "I forget what pod or such and such." I'm like, "Oh shit!" I I, I do remember that. And then I remember yeah. the next pod. I said something about it too <laughs> Cause I referenced What you had referenced Hey I'm well like, to whoever uh, Pointed yeah. that out to Jay Nigga at me next time <laughs> No my bad though But look I know how annoying That spoiler shit can be But on the flip side The internet spoilers specifically Our pod You kinda gotta move around Our pod like you just 
It's difficult because Holland's hit me before and said y'all spoiled some shit because she was behind on pods. Well, that's different yeah. with a podcast. Well, and that's the thing we're talking about whatever. Is about it, but like, and me and you are word vomit when we up in this bitch. Like some shit might come out, nigga. But like when the program just happened and then you jump on the internet to say it. But like, see, here's where it's wild though, right? Because. I get when it's like somebody you know on a timeline, but like you jump on an app like Twitter, Twitter throw mad niggas you don't even follow on your timeline. This shit literally just might, you can't expect the world not to do it, bro. I get it's it. It's wild, dog. It's, it's wild. wild. Even if I didn't know you, though. <laughs> if, I did, if, if I did know you, like it's wet. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yo. Especially like with some of these um, Netflix shows or bingeable content where all of them bitches drop at the same time. Everybody don't get the chance to start season one, episode one. That's a fact. And then you wait till you get to episode 10 and there's a big reveal. And then somebody dropped that shit. Like, come on, man. Yeah. Now, that hasn't, that only, the only time this shit pissed me the fuck off mm-hmm. is when Raina got Raina? Rid. No, no, no. That Raina shit almost set the internet on fire. Yeah. Like, I actually saw black Twitter, black Facebook, and black Instagram fighting. Yeah. Like, like it was a fight around that Raina death, dog. But it was one nigga who was, like, happy. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So you know what was wild about the snowfall? Um, I got his girlfriend numbers. Yo, you a wild nigga, dog. You know what's wild about the shit last week though? Uh, Jerome spoiled it. A nigga tweeted like, like I did my best with this character. Rest in peace, Jerome. Some shit like that at like 11:01. Like soon as it went off. Like literally, it wasn't even off yet because that episode ain't go off to like eleven ten, eleven fifteen. Yeah, they didn't go off to eleven fifteen. That nigga tweeted sure. that shit at eleven oh one, bro. Like I did my best with this character. Like thank y'all so much for rocking with me six seasons. Whoa, whoa, whoa! And everybody was like, "Yo, unk." Uh, <laughs> one get off Twitter once no fault. It's actually on, but unk you you fooling for that, dog? Like, unless unless it was like eleven thirty and all no, the tweets with that start tagging you start pumping in i get it nah. you know what i'm saying if everybody start tagging you but at one at le- nigga you wouldn't even dead yet on the show <laughs> dog hold up nah let you me ain't go. out of 11 12 nigga. <laughs> yo let me find this shit because i swear i laughed because i was like yo y'all can't get mad at nobody <laughs> spoiling it because unk spoiled his own shit niggas ain't following a mean joseph <laughs> 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 niggas don't know his name is a mean joseph mama. <laughs> come on man we different. Rob said he a Harlem legend. We, yeah, we different though. <laughs> that nigga. Rob sixty. You know what I'm saying? Like he a, he from a different cloth, nigga. No. We in this. We in the same. We got the same fabric. This young motherfuckers, nigga. You, his name is Unk. <laughs> they probably be googling nigga. What's Unk Instagram? <laughs> Let me find this shit. Hold up, because I, I, I want to see the fucking man. time. No, no, no. It's still up because they was going off on this nigga. What was last week's date? What's today? All right, so that would have been a twenty third. All right, I mean, here we go. I guess you specifically can spoil your own shit. Cause what niggas gonna say? <laughs> like, God damn it, I kill you. <laughs> <laughs> you think that was Unk in this episode? <laughs> or was that like a body double? I was looking because they never really they showed didn't his show face. face. They didn't show the face. <laughs> but I'm thinking like, no, nah, I mean, he got no. They not got. They got enough time. He got on the same clothes. Like, yeah. Um. Yo. Trying to find that one tweet. Unk be tweeting some wild shit, dog. He's a wild nigga. Yo, you know what's funny, dog? Uh, I think this nigga did delete I that shit. I tell you he deleted that shit. Yeah, because it go the first tweet. Oh, you know what? Duh. Today's Thursday. I'm looking at the wrong fucking date. Um, all right. So that would have been the 20. What? Second? Oh, yeah. Here it go. 
Okay, so 11.13 p.m. I gave this everything I got. Thanks for the ride. I told you that nigga died at 11.12. <laughs> that nigga was right there. One minute later, yo, this nigga tweet got 1.7 million views. All the niggas was mad. Because <laughs> it was like, bitch. I saw niggas like. About 3,000 retweets. <laughs> I saw niggas like, yo, uh, word. He, got, he almost got ratio. Man, man. Um. But yo, man, before we get into this snowfall shit any deeper, dog, I just wanted to uh, really get on this pod, man. Thank the listeners, bro, for for rocking with us for 300 episodes, yo. Um, it's no easy feat. Uh, it's it's not a, a fucking... You know, we gotta crack this. It's a labor of love, for real, man. man. Like, y'all, y'all gotta understand, yo. Like, y'all don't know how many arguments this pod has caused in my home. You know what I'm saying? Like, I had to learn to pod around marriage. You feel me? Like, like, shorty, like, yo, that story you told about back in your day, that ain't your day no more, nigga. I'm like, yo. Podcasting ruined my life. (laughs) (laughs) I've been a single since (laughs) seven months after I started fucking pod. Nigga, no. <laughs> Seven, eight months after your first pod breakup with your last, <laughs> that was your last. Nigga, this shit is yo, not. This shit it is ain't not, for the week. It's not for the play play. Nigga. Yo, dog, like you will get fucking ate up at one of these pods trying to be cute, nigga. You know <laughs> Tell your little funny stories, okay, nigga? Watching you get home. You know what nigga say? Less is more. I don't yeah. got an opportunity to say less. No, nah. <laughs> yo. I gotta yo. give my opinion, and sometimes I don't need to. <laughs> All right, let's go ahead and pop this. Let's shit. crack it, man. Y'all hear that bottle pop? That mean ain't no models coming through here, shorty. That's what that <laughs> means, nigga. Now what? I'm yo uh, right. looking about the sky, asking God why. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, man! Why this little uh, this little uh, black banyuls thing got me over here sweating? This shit is all right. Yo, this I'm right. I'm trying to get down with them. Uh, the cups of Hennessy. Hey, is them gonna be Hennessy and Coke? That shit just Damn, said Hennessy. Hennessy. <laughs> I looked at that video ten times. That shit didn't say nothing about no Coke. That said Henny, man. Toast to my motherfucking yeah. dog, man. Three hundred episodes, boy. Mm. Yo, drinking gold bottles, man. Not man. the extra space, though. No, 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 no. These are the Fresh Prince of Bel Air. No, no, no. <laughs> we drink. Uh, episode 400 we'll, we'll ace it up on you niggas dog um, Yo man Something else I wanted to uh, make sure I got off Yo, We thank the listeners Thank supporters do all that shit I want to thank you my dog mm. Like you know what I'm saying 300 episodes man When me and you started I was just telling somebody this the other day Like Initially this pod was just going to be me Coming in here talking about whatever the fuck I'm watching and dipping, you know what I'm saying? So not even conversational. Mm. It was just going to be completely opinionated um, and, and giving my review and my perspective of shit. And then we did that um, that Black Panther pod. We kind of noticed a rapport. Me and Jay had potted together before I had been on Shop Talk. And it was like, you know what, dog? We might have something with, with this, with this duo, dog. You know, was it, so we did the, um, the Black Panther joint, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? But that was... February of 2018 mm-hmm. That's when Black But we didn't actually start The yeah. podcast until so maybe It was like, like June June or something yeah. like that But um Matter of fact It was May It was May something It, it yeah. was a couple months later Yeah But like Initially I just wanted to enter pod mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying mm-hmm. He had a voice on the, on the socials and shit You know what I'm saying Like yo you, you just need a podcast And um We set up the date And everything and shit Before we recorded I still didn't even know I was on the episode Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying But we just started and Cause I'm pretty sure that Black Panther joint sounded like 
Yo nigga you seen Black Panther nigga <laughs> And then it was like Mike's on type shit dog And we just start rapping And then we probably did that shit About the premiere of Power Whenever that came back Cause that's what we waited on right Cause them threads was popping Man them threads used to pop man Five six thousand comments Every week every show dog And it was like Eventually I took it off my personal And created the um, the Facebook group And that's how That's really how This Week in Culture became um, And I always say that shit Like when we first did Our very first podcast um, On Black Panther We didn't even have a name yet You know what I'm saying We was just out here nameless I just recently posted it Didn't I? We was for Male yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> We was Male <laughs> Yo shout out to Hollins In the uh, This Week in Culture thread I'm mm-hmm. sorry The Patreon mm-hmm. Was explaining that uh, when she was born, she didn't have her name either. Yeah, Apparently, yeah. like I did not notice. By the way, in the Same. Muslim culture, you born and then you essentially like sit with the baby for a couple yeah, of days, figure and, them out, and they have a name and ceremony, mm-hmm. and then that's when your name goes to the birth. One, I'm like, I like that idea, yeah. and two. All the Muslim people I know, how come ain't nobody never mentioned that shit before? <laughs> I ain't never seen that shit on TV. No one ever mentioned that shit yeah. before. Maybe all my Muslim friends aren't. <laughs> I'm yeah. say, oh, they ain't real. Muslim. <laughs> they ain't got kids. <laughs> I don't know. Like, nigga, all these babies. Let me talk to Tariq. All them babies and shit that they got. Facts, 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 facts. That's a good combo. You know what I'm saying? But I never, I never knew that. And I'm like, yo, you pick a baby name be- six months before the baby come out, and then that nigga do not look like Randall. Fam. <laughs> like Charlene one of, So one of my bros My nigga Mike Me and him was walking through Somerset one day And we ran into one of his homegirls Her name happens to be Michael as well So I heard her scream out Michael And then I heard him scream back Michael And I was like I don't get it Because I didn't know old girl right So I was like I don't get it And she was um not an unattractive woman right And when we left I said you got to be real confident in naming your baby that they going to grow up and look like your baby girl yeah. and naming her Michael that they going to grow up and look like somebody who can handle a Michael. <laughs> Cause so do Mike got a light skinned friend look like Michael? <laughs> <laughs> he definitely had a dark skinned friend who looked like it. Um, but no, it's just, it's one of them things where I'm not even mad at that practice because you might not be. I remember my dad tells me this at least once a week when I go over to see my parents. Oh, you know what? I think it was her daughter who had no name. Mm. Because she birthed her Got you got So you. and they had the ceremony had later, You know what I'm saying I doubt she remember When she was born So my pops tells me <laughs> That's funny as fuck <laughs> My pops tell me all the time My mom was gonna name me Some random shit He always starts making up Whatever she was gonna name me And she always says That's not it She never tells me What it was gonna be And he be like Nigga when she was asleep Right after you was born I came in there And signed all your paperwork Real quick And like wrote your name down As a junior Instead of letting her name you whatever she planned Because that's what they were going to do when she woke up Yeah. But she went to sleep and that nigga was like Nah I handled all that because she was going to have you name What he say she was going to name you some shit That was going to get you beat up in the playground nigga. Well shit my name was going to be sent- My grandfather's name My father's father's name is Samuel Johnson mm. And that was going to be my name Got you I was going to be you. S. Johnson instead mm. of J. Johnson Yeah. So, uh. or, oh so you'd have been the real S.J. Yeah you know what I'm saying I would have been the real S.J. I pulled up on SJ today, riding my down Granville. I mean, ground around Grand River and shit. My dog. I'm like, I honked the horn and shit. Like, mm-hmm. yo, nigga. Yeah, man, Shout dog. But it, it just feel good, man. Um, 300 episodes. Shorty asked me how I feel, and I said, good and exhausting, dog. Um, we got the Patreon popping. Yo, finally, it's finally, doing, <laughs> doing what it's doing. 
But um, thank you to all the Patreon listeners, by the way, man. We appreciate them subscriptions for real. Cause it come to merch though. Merch hey, is next. Hey, merch is next. Um, and more Patreon content is next, man. Somebody hit me today and was like, "Yo, y'all drop something on a Patreon." I, I upgraded to that ten, and I was like, "Give us like another week, bro." <laughs> like we went real hard coming out the gate on that Patreon. I mean, and if you just dropped the ten the other day. Well, let me. You got shit to catch up on because there's mad videos up there for you, dog. I mean, is let me see. I'm still counting. That's why I'm quiet. <laughs> Jesus. Um. While he pulls that up, I'll just say, uh, eh. You know. We gonna get y'all what we can get y'all, but remember, niggas got jobs and shit. Yo, like we still this pod as much as it's taken off, as well as it's done, as well as Jay and I have done with it. It's um, fifty pieces of content. Come on, man. Since January eighteenth. Come on, man. Come since, on, man. So them boys pod. It's fifty pieces of content on the Patreon since January eighteenth. Come on, fifty. Man. And if you just upgraded to the ten dollar tour tier, appreciate you, but also um, get back. To all the other content that I know you ain't seen yet Cause you just got your upgrade bro So it's a lot there for you dog But um yo man Let's get into it Oh uh, speaking of Patreon I'm gonna I'm announce this here But I'm gonna put something on the socials as well Um, I got movie passes Detroit Patreon subscribers If you are in the city It don't matter which subscription 5 or $10 tier I got movie passes this coming Monday To go see Air the Michael Jordan, Air Jordan 1 shoe movie with Matt Damon, Ben Affleck. Um, it's culture related, even though Michael Jordan won't necessarily be in it. Um, Y'all see the motherfucking Jordan 1 right there, Jay favorite shoe. Um, Air, I got them passes for y'all uh, Monday. How about this? We currently have 99 patrons. <laughs> Something's got to go for the 100th person, right? Yo, man. Yo. You figure out what to do for the if they Yeah, yeah, yeah. If they're in Detroit and they sign up before Monday, they can get these passes. If they out of the city, we're going to figure out what to do for the 100th patron because that's big, dog. Yeah. That's big. Low-key, we need to post that on the socials, too. We're going to do that after the pod, man. Um, Yo, let's let's get into the snowfall. <laughs> don't pay the five for bro. the ticket, dude. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, don't be a hoe-ass nigga because I'll run up on you at that movie screen and they can snatch you out your shit, dog. Um, let's talk, uh, let's talk snowfall, dog. I took it back old school snowfall. Yo. I, I had to do some notes. I got I, got, I seen you I, in there active. I got notes, man. Yo, you already know I got my notes, bro. Like it's this episode, um, and before we get into it, we got a, a, a handful of voice notes that we want to make sure we get to. Um, but before we dive into it, I'm just letting niggas know this was a throwback snowfall episode for me, dog. I really enjoyed this shit, bro. Man. This they was directing on the cinematography, nigga. Yeah, on this one for sure. Yo, bro, this was a really, really well acted episode. Mm -hmm. Yo, phenomenal. Um, Angela Lewis, Aunt Louie, um, Lewis. I'm gonna call you Lewis from Lewis Cast. Facts. Um, as much as I think you're either trolling. Or completely fucking out of your mind on Twitter with the way you be defending Auntie on there. Um, God damn it, you acted your ass off this week, bro. There were two scenes specific. She really fucking act, fam. It was it was two scenes 
But it was like mad moments, dog, because it was little shit she was doing. Like that scene right in the beginning when uh when Leon said, "You want me to come in?" Or no, when he said, "You want me to call Buckley for you?" She turned around and said, "The war is over, ain't it?" Like nigga, the face and the tone of her delivering that shit is it? Like, yo, man, Angela Lewis, she was in your motherfucking bag. You still getting your work from uh, uh from Tedry from it? Theodore? Is it? Come oh, on, Lewis. Um, yo, man, she was in her bag. I think Sissy was in her acting bag. What if bag. Franklin was like, "Well, shit, I'm dead now. <laughs> I kill you, fam." If if Franklin took her out right now, who's gonna sell for Teddy in this last couple fucking deliveries of coke? Come you on, gotta come to me. Come man. on, Teddy. You know, can't nobody move this work the way I do, bro. Like, what would, what would Freddie do? Like I mean, what would Freddie do? What would Teddy do? I mean, Freddie's dead. <laughs> That's what I said, nigga. <laughs> um, Teddy couldn't do nothing but go groveling to Franklin. Like but, if he but, really thought about it. Bro. But you would have to give him the seventy three million back. Ooh, because I ain't selling shit for you till I get my seventy three. Yo, fam, shout out to Teddy, baby moms, for coming in there and telling that nigga get that nigga his fucking money back, dog. <laughs> like you doing all this, <laughs> bro? For what? <laughs> for what? Miss me with that for country shit. <laughs> No, she 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 got she got to him. She got to him. Uh, she also came in that bitch pregnant. Don't if you my baby mom, don't come in here pregnant on me. Also, shit, I was right about. Uh, she said specifically, you ruin our whole family mm-hmm. trying to prove something to that tyrant. Mm. I remember last week I was explained. Well, the week he got killed was like, you only doing this shit to prove that you a real soldier. Like your, your dad, dad used to be. Yeah, so yeah. you ruin our whole family trying to prove something to that tyrant. Only good thing you ever gave to me was our son, man. And now you're trying to kill him, man. Um, because this we talked about it on that episode. His pops, Colonel, all the great things, fucking five star general nigga out here. His brother, decorated ass pilot in the military, and you, you, you pushing pencils at you the was CIA, a CIA paper boy, nigga. Like you literally was answering phones for the CIA. You wasn't really that nigga. And you tried to do this off book shit trying to be that nigga. Now, she said, give Franklin, because she know the nigga now. Yeah. I've, here's the thing. I remember thinking, like, damn, what happened to the baby mom? Then I forgot. Oh, when Teddy told her everything, she got far the fuck away from this nigga. Because, nigga, you're insane. And she worked at the CIA, yeah. too. I, so she yeah, knows. but she worked in D.C. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But she said, and you're trying to kill him. Give Franklin his money back. Fix this, mm. or I'll fix it for you. Come on, he I, said. I, I, he said, "What you mean you'll fix it for me? A public execution? Come on, nigga. What does that mean to you?" So to me, what I heard was, oh, "I'm not going to the newspaper like the little uh, little lady saying about the newspaper. I'm going dead in front of them cameras, nigga. I'm gonna talk about what the fuck you and your handler been on, nigga. I'm, I, I will publicly ostracize you, bro. I will put you in fucking uh, persecute like nigga. You will be done, dog." You'll be done. It'll be over. I will go out there and I will. It ain't just because the newspaper lady leaked names, right? Alton leaked names. Nigga, names can be retracted. Articles could be retracted. When I stand in front of a camera, in front of a news outlet and say, yo, Teddy, whatever the fuck his last name, Franklin, Saint, this nigga, if she go in front of them cameras and tell what she know, you're done, my nigga. And what make it worse his handler already sounds shaky on him when he was talking to old dog later in the episode. He sounded like I want to put my my homeboy down, but I'm going I'm gonna put him down. Cause nigga, I need someone to put this on. What's so funny is 
Shout That's, out to the racism in that scene, by the way. The nigger killed his father? He said, oh, my God. That nigger killed his father. He was disgusting. The nigger. Come on, man. Not Hard that ER. One. Like, Hard ER. The nigger. Woo. Woo. Yo, racism is wild. Um. Yeah, I mean, like, like yo, yo, that 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 scene was fucking crazy, and Man. she was talking to Teddy and uh, Parisa freaky lady, yeah, freaky yeah, nurse. freaky nurse, facts, facts. Um, freaky nurse kind of barred that nigga up a little bit too, uh, in her own little freaky nurse way, right? Because she said, "Yo, nigga, like all this shit's been cool, but honestly, bro, you need to figure out something for me to do because right now you keeping me at a fucking distance, trying to hide me in the house." Nigga, I need something to do. I'm gonna get bored. Yo, I understood that whole conversation uh, totally differently. Okay, uh, Teddy, you a lame ass nigga. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And somehow, in her brain or in this show, you end up pulling a bad bitch. Mm. And what she telling you is, my nigga, I'm not gonna keep fucking around with you. She, first off, she said, I like you. Yeah, I really like you, when, fam. I've been talking about moving you in with me. I've been talking about like involving you in my government conspiracy. I did not use the word love. No, you need to love me. Nigga said, "You know what? I really like you, but this shit kind of boring." Yeah. And, um, so either I'm gonna get bored and dip on you, or start fucking with somebody else, or I'm gonna get bored and or, I'm gonna get deep involved in your shit, or you're gonna have to give me control and access over everything. Yeah. End of the day, Teddy is getting played by this girl. Yeah, y'all worried about Veronique dipping and doing all this shit. Worry about her. Come on, because here's the thing, right? The position seat. She know Teddy told his baby mom. She already knows everything. She know every fucking thing that's going on. She knew about the KGB nigga before Franklin and them did. Guess who you need to be motherfucking worried about spilling the beans or running around with information, nigga? Her, bro. You stole Franklin seventy three mil. She might steal your whole operation, nigga, and you don't know. I seized it from the from the, on behalf of the federal government. She like, like oh my up, god, yo, yo, <laughs> yo, baby moms was me with Teddy like that. Replace her with me in that scene and unpregnant that bitch, and it's me, nigga. She was like, that nigga said what? She was like, so just give him this. No, he thinks I stole seventy three million dollars. Did, Did you? you? I mean, I seized it on behalf of the government. The nigga said <laughs> I seized ill gotten funds. How did he ill get him, Teddy? How did he ill get him, nigga? You ill gotten. Nigga, you kidnapped me and made me do it. Nigga, you all gotten, <laughs> nigga. Like, you the cheese, nigga. Don't do that to me, dog. Ill gotten funds, nigga. Listen, dog. If Franklin don't get killed, the nigga not going to jail, dog. Why would he go to jail? Yeah. No one even knows he exists besides Frank. I mean, besides... Teddy. It's like four niggas who know Franklin. Um, and in order for me to put Franklin away, I have to expose, like, Teddy Boss know who Franklin is. Yeah, facts. But I got to expose my my plan. You got to expose yourself. I got to expose Teddy yeah. in order for... But that's why I think the handler wouldn't fucking not set up Teddy to make this shit work. Because, A, at the end of the day, if I reveal the shit you did... I'm washed away of it, nigga. But My Teddy, hands is clean. But Teddy's so fucking stupid. 
the same process that you got for Louis and Franklin and everybody else, how you was going to clean up loose ends. Mm-hmm. Nigga, you a loose end. Mm-hmm. You know the government can't have you knowing how to bring them down. Mm-hmm. Nigga, you know this shit is off the books. Why the fuck would I leave you alive? Come on now. So that $73 million that you stole, you need to listen to old girl and get the fuck on. You need to listen to your ex-wife and get the fuck on. Don't you understand the more power you get, the more dangerous you are to them is Man. what she said to him. Man. Like, oh, you think this is going to play out and then you just going to be the lone nigga with all this information about the evil shit that the, the CIA did mm. and you're going to be cool. Mm. Nigga, as soon as you feel it finished wiping up your use, your loose ends, somebody putting you in the back of the truck, taking you to the desert and put you in them fucking boxes. Hey, the way that dog was, the handler nigga was... The way he was talking, it sounded like he ready to put Teddy down. Because think about it, right? He's if like, he justified it to himself, uh, to my man, like, now, you know, I like him, though. Yeah, I, I like Teddy. He not a bleeding heart. He was a soldier. But here's the wild shit about Teddy that niggas keep forgetting. We ain't forgot because, you know, we watch the show with um with, with different views. But, um, Teddy, you don't work for the CIA. The reason you stayed with this mission and the reason you're going so hard right now, literally the reason you stole Franklin $73 million is because you're trying to get your job back. Which is crazy. You're angling to... Stealing $73 million to give it to the government so you can get your job this is wild. Is stealing $73 million so we can make $125,000 before, before taxes. Come on, man. Come on, man. Oh, Teddy think he me. <laughs> In 1988. Yeah, no, nah, he better than me. He better than me. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because in, in 2023... That don't hit the same. Um, the wild part is uh, Teddy thinking that doing the shit that he's doing. Sissy said it best this episode. Nobody's hands will be clean. At the end of all the, and I've been saying it for, what's this, episode seven? I've been saying it since episode one. Nobody gets out of this cleanly, bro. I got some bars for Sissy, though. Mm. Uh, I got some bars for Sissy though. Let's play a couple voice notes, man. Yeah. See what um, see what folks are saying out there. Shout out to y'all hitting up the voice notes. Y'all already know what it is. This week in culture pod at gmail.com Shoot the voice notes over there, and we'll definitely get to them. You can DM us, but they might get passed because we don't be on the socials during the pod like that. So, um, this week in culture pod at gmail.com Hit us up. Uh, yo, I gotta play it because my dog sent one in. The homie Shay Jones. She said, don't drag me after y'all hear my voice note. It's all love. Shay Jones, that mean I know you on some bullshit. That's what you telling me. You telling me in advance that you on bullshit. But we going to see what you got to say because Shay Jones has been down for the culture since day one, man. So we got to see what my dog on. Hey guys, I hope you all are. I don't even like your tone right now, Shay Jones. She came in all. Hey, uh, she was melancholy when she hmm. came in. Hey guys, don't don't come guys. in melancholy. I don't know, Shay. Hey guys, we've been a hundred. Yeah. Don't, don't disappoint me. Nah, keep it three hundred, like the Romans, like the pod, like the pod, nigga. Well, um, this is my. Snowfall. So you doing a lot of breathing, Shay Jones. I don't I don't let his breathing <laughs> She said, Well <sighs> She trying to slowly pull the band-aid off. That never works. No, no. Just just get into your bag, Shay. Voice no. I was uh contemplating sending one in last week, but don't I don't contemplate that you guys were gonna get a lot and they were gonna be filled with uh Louis hate. So I just wanted to kinda listen and, <laughs> and she see don't what hate everyone Louis. else said because I'm not um 
necessarily mad at Louie and um, I know I'm probably in the minority, but I don't think no, that she was alone in the fact that Jerome got killed. Not saying that her actions didn't have any, you know, uh, movement towards that, but I just keep seeing people say, oh, this is all Louie's fault. This is all her fault. And I don't think it is. I think they all played a role in this. Like uh, Sissy said this week on the episode, nobody's hands are clean. Um, Louie did make some decisions out of trying to get from under Franklin's thumb. And Franklin ain't shit. Oh, obviously, like he is controlling. He's manipulative. And if you go against him, he's going to find a way to get you out of the paint. And that was going to eventually happen for them. And Louis foresaw that. So um, she wanted to get her own business going, which you can't uh, blame her for. And honestly, it's business. Like this has nothing to do with family. We're not making a profit on some stuff. We asked you to lower the price. You say no. We ask you for this and that. You say no. What are we supposed to do? Just keep under your thumb just because you are nephew you know i'm going to the plug myself or i'm going to the columbians and since the plug didn't say no this is where my business is going after that you walked to, t- to the restaurant franklin gave him a handshake and a smile and said you was out and you was dumb enough to believe that that was where it was going to end you was dumb enough to believe you was going to ride it off into the sunset and that that white man wasn't going to come back for you and he did he hit you Uh, where you couldn't control, stole all your money, and now you're in a frenzy. Now you, um, you know, are begging me to help you when I say... Yo, this don't got nothing to do with the reason that Louis got shot, though. Mm. Oh, that shit can be 100% true. Mm -hmm. Louis, I'm not, Louis got fucked up from Kane because after the beef was done, she She decided to shoot Kane and kill him. And... Her police officer missed. Yeah. So the whole here's the thing, right? That whole fucking beef and that whole war with Kane and the gang. If Buckley would have killed him, it'd have been it'd have worked. It would have been a wrap. But she sent somebody. You came at Kane and you missed. Yeah. You didn't kill him. Yeah. And that's what got her and all this shit. Jerome is dead because. I mean, Jerome had to clean up her mess. He had to clean up Buckley shooting. You paralyzed the nigga and it was temporary. And everybody, and then she said last week why she kept pressing the issue. Mm. Not because of Franklin, because she wanted respect from niggas. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And she even kind of mentioned it this week. She was like, you show this ain't my fault because I end up back here again. Yeah. She knows it's her fault. Now, but oh, she don't fair. know it's her fault when she talking to motherfuckers she really respect like that, right? When it's everybody else, it's Franklin's fault. Yeah. Also, then we're going to get finish with John. Yeah. You didn't start your own business. Mm. You just cut me out of it. Nigga, I started you in this business, and then you went around me. What Martin say, I go around you, nigga. That's enough for me to See? kill you. Come on. In but this game? That's for sure enough to but get murdered. But I murked. didn't because of your aunt. I mean, because aunt. Yeah. Like, that's enough for me to kill you. And that's what, and obviously he ain't say that at the end, but when she asked him, why'd you come back for me? Nigga, because my uncle loved you, bro. Also. That's like, really all it was. Y'all wanted a discount on the drugs. Nigga, I paid this amount for the drugs. Come on now. Like, it's not like, I'm not dictating. Teddy gives me these drugs at this price. So yeah. you want... 90 per, you get, I give you 90% Y'all move 90% of my weight mm. So 90% of my profits You want to be zero Yeah 
Like it don't make sense. Well, here's the other part, right? Is um and you can't get this amount of drugs, this good of drugs for this amount of money. You can't get that shit for twelve thousand. Fam, the part that Aunt Louie never seemed to fucking like grasp. <laughs> The government is dictating this price, nigga. I asked Teddy, could I get the work for the lower price? And he told me to fuck off. And guess what? I kept buying the drugs at the price that you don't want to pay. You only didn't want to pay that price because you don't have as much money as me. I was good with the price. And if be perfectly honest, they good. They're rich as, they was rich as fuck. Yeah. Yeah. Like some niggas was like, y'all, this price too high. No, they said you. They told you that Louie because you a woman and they're not afraid of you. Mm. Mm. Everybody else paying it, and Louis be a better salesperson. How about that? How about so, that? So how the fuck did 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 uh Leon get the same price? He got an extra half meal to get it, Franklin. Fam, Leon Scully Man Boy Man Boy did have a convo with Franklin, but Franklin t- Man Boy only wanted a lower price because. How disrespectful Yeah 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 uh, Leon had got But other than that Man boys He was ready to pay um, The nigga said Nigga the price of the price I hear The price of the fucking price bro Like that's just what it is dog And Louis coming Thinking that Because She what Helped Franklin for a couple months While he was out While he was injured Nigga the price That's like uh, What's old boy Who, who stepped in for, on a, for the Patriots After when Tom Brady was hurt Mm. And then they got him a big contract afterwards. Matt um, Castle. Uh, Matt Castle. Nigga, yep, the system yep. already in place. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, man. Um, Let's finish up. Shay voice note. Where it go? Here we go. My bad, Shay. I can't help you. Now you want to give my name up to the man that I just tried to have off. And I understand that you made a deal with Kane, but somebody tried to come for me and my family. I might not want them alive either, even though you did broker that deal with him. Who says this uh, in the future that Kane won't gonna come back and still try to kill you? Because even your girlfriend, Veronique, was scared of that last season. When you told her, she was like, are you sure Kane is gonna honor this deal? And you being in control once again, not seeing what everybody else see, said, yeah, but who knows? And maybe it was dumb for her to pay Louis off, but Jerome went along with that, just like he went along with everything else she did. And that's what ultimately got him killed. Now, his hands wasn't clean in anything either. And yes, it was sad that he died. But like Franklin said yesterday, everybody's on the killing block at this point. I mean, this is the life we live. This is the risk that's associated with it. So even if Louis died, if Franklin died, if Leon died at this point, that's like the fate that they have coming towards them. And all of them ain't shit. So (laughs) (laughs) uh, for you guys to just keep pointing that Louis is the the one that ain't shit and had all this going in motion, I don't think it's right. I think they all share some blame. And um, yeah, Franklin is known for trying to control everyone. And when things don't go his way, he kind of spirals out of control himself. And it leads to dumb decisions. So even when Leon wanted to get out, he wouldn't let him out. So yeah, frankly, you have control issues and this led to your organization falling apart. And here we are now. Um, I don't think that he's going to get his money back. I don't know what's going to happen. But I know everyone has some type of fate in front of them. Uh, Teddy, Leon, uh, Louis, uh, Franklin, uh, the only person that 
has any redeeming qualities at this point is maybe sissy um and may and but especially wanda um I, I really hope that she makes it out but um everyone else yeah i don't know y'all gonna get what's coming to y'all and um i hope um that i hope that um yeah these last three episodes are are looking really uh intense so I would like to see what happens from here, but I just had to cut my girl Louie a little bit because people was bringing up all kind of irre- irrelevant shit. Like you used to turn tricks and you was uh, sleeping with women and Jerome still married. Uh, <laughs> despite all that, that's what she said at the wedding too. Like you never let nobody talk down on me. Even, you know, I came from the streets and I think that a lot of people didn't like to see that because of where she came from and what she did. They thought they that she was less you. than, but like I said, she made the business moves that that put them where they were to the point that they was even able to break away from Franklin and he didn't like that shit. So um, that's why he's half crazy now. But um, I'm still interested in what everyone has to say, even though I know I'm in the minority. Um, I still like to hear everybody's opinions and why they feel that way. So looking forward to the rest of the notes and looking forward to the pod. And um, I hope you guys still love me because I love y'all. <laughs> All right. Talk to y'all soon. Bye. We love you, Shay. We love you, Shay. You already know what's up. Let um, me one- get record straight, though. Okay. What the fuck did Louie do that was so special besides follow Franklin plan? You mm. ain't you ain't make a you ain't make so much money that you was go you was able to go out there, put the money up front, get work, and then sell that. You went behind my back and asked to be the plug after Franklin already quit. So the answer was yes. Cause Franklin already quit. Yeah. Right? It's not like nigga, you begging for a discount. Yeah. So it's not like everything is great and you like some fucking criminal mastermind. We know you got the muscle is why niggas fuck like her history, how she used to turn tricks and be in this mm-hmm. and be that, be a mm-hmm. fucking rat fighting the street. That's why niggas don't respect you. The hood still know. Yeah. Every they don't forget nothing. What's wild, um, they got into a little bit of her history in this episode in that bathtub scene too. We're gonna talk about that later when we walk through it. But yeah. um they they definitely got to some shit that was like disturbing a little bit. I was like, God damn, dog. Specifically, why Kane was at you mm-hmm. was because after a, a peace deal was brokered, you said, Fuck the deal, we're gonna do what we wanna do. Yeah. And you missed. Yeah. That's it. And that's why you got that's why Kane was on you. If you would have killed Kane, it is what it is. So I want to read um, something that uh, that she said in an interview recently. Uh, Angela Lewis in speaking about on Louis. Um, so she said, "Uh, do 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 through her final chapter." Da-da. All right. She said, so the question the interviewer asked her, um, how do you feel about the fans' response to Louis' evolution, right? Um, They said after last week's episode specifically, some people said she got what she deserved. And Angela Lewis said, I've been shocked by fans' responses, She said, every season before we started shooting, the showrunner would call us individually and say, what do you see for your character this season? For four seasons, I would be like, I don't know, just write something good for Louie. 
But before season five, I felt like she was at a place where she wasn't being seen. Um, and then she said, so this is actually Angela Lewis fault. 100%. So she said the feedback from fans that I've been getting is that she wants to be seen. But in reality, they're seeing that she just wants money and she's greedy and all these things. And I'm like, no, she really just wants to be seen. Louis brings a lot to the table. Louis was pivotal from day one to the whole empire growing. Despite popular belief, Franklin did not build this shit brick by brick by himself. So I said, you know what? I want Louis to become a villain. Angela so Lewis, you, you did this. So why are you surprised that people treat you like a villain? Don't be shocked, because this is what villains got to go through. You asked and for this. So listen, how did Franklin not build this brick by brick? Yes, you introduced him to Angela. I mean, um, to Claudia. To Claudia. Claudia. Yeah. Well, who went out and recruited the street team? Come on. Who went out and got muscle? Who Come who on. out and trained him? Who went out like who? You didn't build this shit brick by brick because you had no fucking idea we were selling for the CIA. Mm. I didn't even try to do this shit by myself. I was forced into it. Mm. How you gonna sit there and say you was there from the very beginning? You helped build, build this brick bar, nigga. The, Teddy and and them did that shit. Yeah, yeah. When I got out, when I went to prison for a murder, the CIA got me out. Like, no, That's you, you, you did not broker deals because to your point, to your own admission, they look at you long enough to. Wink they eye, lick, lick they lips. Mm. To, this is a male dominated genre. Facts. Like, w- w- what? What exactly was you doing? So my thing, because cool. yes, you you played second in command, and we've talked about that for years in reviewing this pod. You played second in command for a long time, right? You played liaison to speak with Teddy. No, no, you. But that was still she kept shit going when Franklin couldn't. When he went to prison and then when he got injured, Louis kept shit flowing cool. But you kept the shit flowing that I created. You didn't create this. But what I'm so she was just distribution. So she got the drugs from Teddy, mm-hmm. took him to the warehouse, and then all the lieutenants and everybody else got Niggas them. came and purchased. And then they, they did their thing. Yeah. But here's the thing. Hey, in the in the eighties, when crack was just starting to bubble and become this huge Billion dollar business Being a woman A black woman at that, I'm not going to tell you That wasn't Or that that was an easy task Right I'm not going to say that But here's what I will say though None of what you were able to do Is something that you did on your own Off top Nigga everything you did Was what I was doing You did it when I couldn't do it You know what I'm saying Like you You picked up the pieces That I left when I went to prison did And you- then when I did Come you fi- did you fix the man boy situation, nigga? Fuck. Did you broker a deal with Scully the first time? Fuck no, the fuck boy. you didn't, nigga. Did Teddy kidnap you and tell you I'm about to give you these drugs and you got to sell them? But without fixing, you ain't that, do that, nigga. This shit is over after man. Man boy was about to kill Franklin. Mm. Did you fix that? Mm. Is that what you was in there doing, nigga? Oh, let's rewind. Fuck man boy again. Did you fix Kane? Because you ain't fixed that. Cause you tried to do it on your own, and then again, like we just said, yo, with, hit or miss. Who went with Unc and sat down with Scully? Come on, wasn't it him Come and uh, Franklin, or was it Unc and who else? Who was with Unc? Cause I know Unc was there. He was weird when he walked in that bitch. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that was Unc and Franklin. Like, but you know what's wild though? Because um, that's the so listen. 
once we establish that we're gonna do business, nigga, damn near anybody I trust can actually sell the drug part, right? Mm-hmm. This is distribution. But the setting up the deal, did you could you think Ange I mean or Louis, you could have walked in the downs or whatever the fuck they at. Yeah. And made a deal with Scully while he was high on fucking Sherm. Yeah. PCP. You know you couldn't have did that shit. Nigga, not only could you not have done it, we saw what you would do when you went at when you or sent Buckley to go at Kane. You go at shit on some brute force. You you not thinking your way. You didn't do nothing that was like a smart move. You tried to run through that situation, nigga. So let's just say Franklin figured out a way to make money off Kane, bro. Let's just say at the wedding, nobody got high. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Franklin didn't make the call to Teddy saying I'll kill you. Mm-hmm. Louis, Louis, you're never in this position. Louis going to the CIA trying to go above Teddy and Franklin, which is on the same team, that mm-hmm. might got you killed, my nigga. Facts. Facts. Like literally, you might have been killed. Fam. The only reason, in my opinion, that Teddy even accepted the offer is because he know. Something's bubbling with him and um something's bubbling with him and Franklin and Franklin had just quit. Yeah. He said I'm out. And then she asked a nigga like the next day, if I got my timeline correct. Is that isn't that that happened first? I think so. Yeah. yeah. So like if Teddy matter of fact, he said Louie can do it. He mm-hmm. offered you the job. He gave you a he gave you a reference. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Louie already know the joint. I'm out. Nigga, use her. I remember that. So you you you, <laughs> I still helped you doing that. The wild part, um, or one of the wild parts, is that uh, she doubled down, not just on you know the the initial whatever hatred for Franklin. I, I've been posting on Twitter all day. Um, it seems like she forgot that just two weeks ago, when Buckley came in and said, "Yo." It was bodies everywhere in Kane's girlfriend house, but Kane and Franklin got away. And she said, Franklin was there. Buckley was like, yeah, that's who helped him get away. She said, damn, like she was mad that they didn't get Franklin. You was mad we didn't get nephew. You got to come home. Get this operation under one roof. No, we ain't doing that. Why? Why not? Because I don't want to put my life... Our life at risk for your bullshit ass decisions. Mm. Is that it? Or is it that you're so sure that you're so much smarter than everybody else? You're tired of this. Lions fighting over sheep. This between me and him. Oh, yeah? So won't you handle it then? Boom. That's right. Because I know breaking away wasn't Jerome's idea. And mm. I let it go. Because you've been shot. Been through some traumatic shit. Hey, you let it go? Yeah, that's right for her. Don't talk out your goddamn neck, boy. Mm. <laughs> well, then maybe you can enlighten me, Unc, on what the fuck she wants. Nah. Won't you ask her yourself, then? What would you like, Queen Louie? What's gonna make you happy? Because nothing seems to do it for you. How about not being under anybody's thumb, nephew? Well, I hate to break it to you, but everybody's got to answer to somebody. And me, I answer to the man who may have disappeared, my fucking father, and who would do the same to us if we don't move this product. Now, I don't know about y'all two, but I'd like to stay alive long enough to enjoy what I've made. So from here on out, I don't want to hear anything else about kilos or prices. Y'all want to go out on your own? Fine. But don't have a one 
So mm. If y'all Cause she wanna break away If y'all wanna go out there Fuck it Go ahead and do your thing But mm-hmm. And I said this very specifically Don't fuck with what I got to do To get mine Cause there's yeah. nothing I'm not willing to do And then what does she do Go directly to fuck with hers yeah. Oh so you wanna figure out Who nuts is bigger Mm. And up until this point Maybe you can enlighten me Maybe I forgot Okay What exactly Was the bad decision That Franklin did That fucked her up so bad Nothing Franklin did Fuck Louie up Nothing Not only was Fr- Or I'm sorry Not only was Louie Up The entire time Even when Franklin was down Louie was up Louie you were able to expand You went off into Other fucking city That was literally All your money you was fucking setting up shop in other cities. You remember we thought like, oh, she going to Little Rock. They going to set up gangs and this. We about to see banging a Little Rock on HBO all over again. Yeah. Like we thought Louie was literally about to end. Apparently she did because you remember at the wedding, yeah, they her was cousins good. came and they was flossing. They had that shit on. Louie, you was able to make a life for you and Jerome completely separate from me before you went off on your own. I'm d- Why you acting like I you was it. not able to do shit? So she said, I don't want to be under nobody's thumb. Mm, but you under Teddy's. Like you you basically ran to get a middle management job. The wild shit is all the pressures on Franklin. If something go bad, I'm going to jail. But you wanted to be in that spot. And what he oh matter of fact, uh, there's another clip from this shit. Mm-hmm. And uh, he told her, Um, oh, you wanted to be in this motherfucking spot? Well, you got it now. Come on, huh? Well, the wild shit, why you pulling that up, nigga? Yo, guess the fuck what? The DA has you on tape. They don't have me. But there's one thing you need to know before we can make that happen. I approached Teddy, made a deal to buy my cocaine directly from him. Mm. You went to the plug behind my back. We told you we wanted to run our business our way. We didn't say destroy my business in the process. Ninety percent of what I move is through you. We know that, but this country is big enough for all of us, and most of our business is coming from other cities anyway. St. Louis, Little Rock. My expansion idea, which we made happen. We understand your position. And we agreed to give you one LA territory of your choice: Inglewood, Compton, whatever. You do that for me. Say fuck your fucking reasons. Hmm? Split the both of them. You got exactly what you asked for. So at this particular point, I'm not 100% sure which happened first. Was it this? And he was like, fucking I'm out because I'm not trying to go to war with my family. Mm. Or was it the other way around? Uh, but you wanted to be out in front. Yeah. Now you out in front. And guess yeah. who out in front with you? Your husband. And he got fucking killed for it. 
And then, guess who told you, hey, I don't want to be out in front no more because I might get fucking killed? Your husband. And then you had a heart-to-heart last week and said, listen, I know. You said you didn't want to be down. I, I kept pushing. He's like, well, why? Because I want the respect from niggas. But no, no, no. He ain't <laughs> just say, but why? He said, is it worth dying over? Hell yeah, it may be. She said, for my self-worth? Yeah. Okay, well, your self-worth just got your husband killed. That's not my words. That's your own words. Like, you said it was worth dying over. So then he died, and then you thought, oh, shit, maybe it wasn't worth dying over. It's all Franklin fought. Come you, on. You cut me out of the plug. Come on, fam. I literally don't even deal with you and Teddy no more. I ain't even know where you was, and I currently don't know where Teddy is because I'm looking for both of y'all. I ain't know where you was till motherfucking Kane found you, nigga. Hell. Let's 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 keep running through the voice notes, man. The homie from Idaho sent one in, man. Let's see what she talking about. Hey y'all. What up, uh, dog? Camila coming from Idaho. I know y'all never said my name. <laughs> we be like, trying to keep it discreet. I probably tell them my name. Um, but this episode of Snowfall, uh, definitely good. Looking forward to seeing what's coming, but. Uh, just a few things I called I wanted to call out the strategic placement of the silence throughout this episode mm. hit a little hard. <laughs> that silence was incredibly loud. It definitely made you feel like you were in the moment of what was happening. Um, so I thought that was really, really good the way that they did that. Um, curious to see what's going to happen to Wanda. Um, Wanda trying to leave, but then also staying with Franklin's mom at one of their apartments or take it over full-time at the shelter, to me, is just as bad as staying in the projects because mm. clearly everybody's out to find Franklin. And if you're going to stay somewhere associated to them, you know, to him, I think that's just as bad. I would go somewhere totally removed from Franklin and all of that. But I don't know. Um also curious to see if something happening to Wanda will place Leon in the same situation as Jerome. Mm. Um, curious to see what you guys think of this episode. Peace. Peace, Camila. I'm saying your name on here now since you didn't fucking blurted it. When y'all send voice notes, I try to be discreet. But once you say your own shit, you outside. Um, I got to give a shout out to somebody last week. They asked a question. I meant to bring it up last week. Okay. So, uh, Corey and Minded 76 on Instagram asked. Salute. If we could get a spinoff of Snowfall and what our thoughts on that was. Mm. She mentioned in this note, like, what we think will happen to Wanda. And it was released yesterday. And it looks like there's got it a right Wanda. here. There's a Wanda spinoff being um, produced or in talks of it's coming up. <laughs> so um, Deadline reported yesterday, literally happened yesterday, just before the episode aired. Um, and it's funny because Gail Bean, shout out to Big Bean, dog, that's my dog. She even tweeted that yesterday was like such a fucking historic day for her career because she ain't know till yesterday. 
And she hasn't been the lead in anything yet, has exactly. she? Exactly. Not that I know of. Yeah. Um, so Deadline reported that a spinoff of Snowfall is in the early stages of development at FX. Um, they said it's come to fruition. The offshoot would potentially star Gail Bean reprising her fan favorite role as Wanda. Um, Malcolm Spellman will serve as an executive producer and be the writer of the pilot episode. Spellman currently works on Snowfall. Um, the spinoff will be a continuation of the original story set in the 90s in Los Angeles as South Central transitions out of the crack era into the gangster rap business with areas heavily infested by gangs led by Bloods and Crips. Wanda would serve as the connective tissue between the original show and the offshoot, which is expected to introduce other main characters. It's unknown if any other characters from the original show could appear in the new show. Um, so Gail is making it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Gail lives. Uh, my fear is that Leon doesn't. And that's my, my thoughts on that. You know, uh, I mean, it's very possible that he does not make it. I get slightly irritated on the internet. Mm hmm. Whenever a show is coming to the end, everybody just tell it. Everybody, everybody's dying. Mm-hmm. Like rarely does that ever happen in a series. Mm-hmm. Matter of fact, has that ever happened in a series where everybody died? Uh, like a series that we watch. I can't think of. Yeah, and like in real life, it don't. Sopranos, really a lot of niggas died. Well, throughout the entire yeah, yeah, series, yeah, yeah, but not like yeah. final season. Everybody yeah. didn't die. We don't even know if Tony died. You know, no, nah, Tony died. I don't care what niggas say. Tony <laughs> died. Was on, <laughs> but uh, nigga had a heart attack in this fucking escalator or some shit. Facts, facts. Uh, but like, I, I just think that's so because I don't mean this as a shot, but like, because you're not creative enough to think of a way that this ends, everybody just should die. Mm. Like, well, you know, people are creative and the people write different things. Okay? Facts. Everybody facts. dying, everybody going to jail uh, or, or not. <laughs> but I think where that thought comes I know from enough, I know enough criminals in my actual life That never went to jail That just re- leave regular lives now That Facts. I know that everybody does not die and go to jail I think where that thought comes from Is that in this game right Most niggas do die or go to jail Even if you get out of jail right I, I talk about my pops on this pod all the time A nigga who went to prison Who was involved in this game um, And who got the fuck out of prison And Live to see a lot of other days um, But that don't mean That you can't live to see them other days It just might mean that hey you might have an extended Prison yeah. sentence in the middle of that um, We got another voice note From somebody in Brooklyn uh, I don't know that we've ever gotten an email Or I'm sorry a voice note from them But they titled it Uncle Clifford is that you? Yeah, that's cool. It was Uncle Clifford we are gonna talk about it in a minute But I'm gonna play your voice note first Brooklyn what up? So I just got finished watching Snowfall episode seven for the second time. And my first thought was, Uncle Clifford, is that you, boo? (laughs) I mean, I saw, like, I saw him in passing, like, behind Louie at one point, but they, like, moved the camera. And I was like, was that? Hold up. And then um, I saw him again. But then I saw also that Louie actually confirmed that he played her cousin in an earlier season before being known to everybody else as Uncle Clifford. So it was good to see a little P Valley reunion between him and uh, Gail Bean. Um, the funeral scene, whoa, I mean, from the music to them all walking in the way mm. they did and they showing the different, um, 
individuals coming in, you know, to mourn Jerome. But there was a lot of tension at that funeral. Um, I thought some shit was going to pop off. Um, I honestly thought Teddy was going to pop up at the funeral since Louis mentioned it to him. But I'm glad to see that did not happen. But I will say that the devil definitely should have killed Auntie's ass. Mm -hmm. Um, Like, Mm. for real. But um, they never mentioned Kane for real, except for when she asked him, why did he come back for her? Um, Also, Louis' ass, you know, starting to come undone. You know, she she went a little crazy over the Scully spot. But I'm glad that, you know, Scully, you know, remained calm and basically was able to to let her know like you know what i'm saying like yeah you you can feel a way but you gotta find basically like, find another way and um i did like the conversation between sissy and louie where sissy basically reminded louie that she not only did she lose her brother as in jerome but she lost her husband too like don't forget that shit so um because louie trying to make it seem like she's the only one you know she's a victim as usual like she had nothing to do with it but i'm glad sissy also let her know we all have um dirty hands in this so it's not just don't like try to put it all on franklin um wanda might make it after all i don't necessarily see leon going very far um i actually didn't really see him going out of this episode but i think he might make it to (laughs) i think honestly i think the next episode might be his last i'm just that's just what i think but um but I'm glad that Wanda made a decision for herself to help herself and get herself out of that situation that she knows is not good for her. And that Sissy, you know, is able to give her a good opportunity because, frankly, Sissy is over all of this shit. And um, Oso, poor Oso, he's in a bad spot. I mean, everybody wants Teddy and everybody's getting at Oso to make that happen. Um yeah, I don't know how that that's going to go down. I hope that also sticks around, but I don't know about that that either. Um, I don't know if y'all noticed, but like when Franklin and Leon were walking through um, the projects, like there was a dude me mugging in the background at Leon and Franklin, mm-hmm. and like he even turned around and looked, and I was like, "Wait, what's what's going on?" But um, I mean, like they because this time when I saw it, I saw it the first time when I watched it last night, but. When I saw it this time, it wasn't as... Maybe because I was sleepy last night, too. But they, it wasn't <laughs> as slow motion as I thought I saw it yesterday. But I don't know. But there's a dude in the background, me mugging him. But anyway, I don't know if that's significant or not. Because they didn't, like, close in on his face or anything like that. But anyway, um, as far as Teddy and the ex-wife, she let his ass have it. And told him to give Franklin his goddamn money back. And I still do not trust Parisa. Is that, her, that lady's name? She's Freaky nurse. weird to me, but I don't I don't trust her. And I really don't know why Teddy is all gung-ho, but hey, whatever. And then is uh, Louis' friend Egypt, is that the one from Arkansas that we saw? I don't know if that was last season or the season before, but... Um, I think it's her cousin. Yeah, yeah, I don't... Like, she looked from... Oh, shit. Hold on. My bad, my bad, my bad, my bad. Hold on, Brooklyn. And I mean, I don't remember Louis having any other friends outside the other lady that she killed. I think her name was Claudia, but... Um, I'm assuming this was her, but I'm like, okay, did they move over to LA or did she actually drive her ass to Arkansas, which I don't think she did. But anyway, that was all, that was my take on it. Um, or my observations from the show, my take on it as a whole, I thought it was a good episode. Um, yeah. And next week, shit, next week, I'm waiting for next week for real. So I'm curious to see what y'all got to say. Thank you, Brooklyn. We appreciate you. Brooklyn, we appreciate you. Um, Yes, that was her. You brought up a couple great points in there. Yes, that was her. Facts. Um, Also, 
uh, her boyfriend husband was also there, who was one of the lead characters in, in um, uh, Power, Power Force. Force with yeah. Tommy. Uh-huh. He was there in the background. Basically, all the side characters who was kind of involved, but not really involved, but kind of involved, were at the funeral because yeah. people come when somebody when dies. Somebody passes. You know yeah. Saying? Um. They, he was blurred out, but like I know it's him because I know what doll look like. You know. What yeah. I'm saying? Uncle Clifford was in the episode. You wasn't tripping. Um, his character is Laurent De Laurent. <laughs> uh, he was Louis' cousin in season two. Um, back when she left Jerome and went back to Claudia, and was working in a bar. And what's funny? Uh, there's an episode when you watch season two where um Laurent De Laurent's character, Uncle Clifford's character, literally throws a uh pink so no 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 but like he he has at claudia's club yeah drag he threw a drag uh show he had a drag show at the at the club and they sold coke there like that's what claudia was getting them bricks off at her club and laurent de laurent kind of played a part in that throwing the parties here like uh if y'all been around i don't know how long y'all been around but if y'all listen to uh the pink episode what's the name of that show uh, P Valley, P Valley episode. We we burned that up as maybe the very first episode. Like, yo, this is old boy who was also in Snowfall. Yeah, because at yeah. This, at that point, that was the first time. Yeah, that we had seen that. Yeah. yeah. Um, but salute to that man. Um, I feel like she said something else. I Let's talk to. about this. This. I guess we could talk about the funeral scene. Okay. Okay. Because this shit was powerful. Funeral scene was deep. Um, yo, before we even dig into that, shout out to my homegirl Heather, the girl singing. Uh, hold on, what song was that? I'm I'm blanking, I'm blanking, I'm blanking. Y'all don't mind me. I'm about to look it up because I just had text Shorty like, yo, that's my homegirl. Um, oh, she was singing "Pass Me Not." Oh, gentle savior. Now, now that's listen. my friend in real life. That's what's up. Now listen, she killed it. Really did she? She really really did. That shit. She went to college for singing. Yeah, like that's my nigga. But at Spring Hill, <laughs> yo, pass me now, Ojento Saver has a certain cadence, and I'm only used to that cadence. <laughs> so it threw you off. <laughs> like when she started in the notes, I'm like, all right, you try to know it. You try yeah, to you try to yeah. secularize yeah. this. But I'm like, yo, pass me now, Ojento. Yeah. I know that song back, front, forward, and back. Yeah, you feel me. Um, but like. I it's, it, it got me emotional though because yeah. I know that song so much, and I don't know about if y'all know about me, but like when I listen to music, I like to listen to the words as read the words as well. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I had captions on. So while it was mm-hmm. while, while she was singing, I was listening to it and reading the words, and like the song is really deep. When mm-hmm. I was a kid, just singing it in church every other Sunday or whatever, you don't really be thinking about what yeah. you're actually saying. But oh man, this shit was dope. Deep, um, what was that you got me? Was the well the sample from you got me that was playing? Yeah. Or was it a? Hold on, no, no, no. That was ready or not. Ready or not. Ready or not. That was ready or not. Yeah, yeah. Uh, man, that shit was powerful. Yeah. Um, this why I got some bars though. Okay. This why I got some bars. A little bars for sissy. You know what I'm saying? Now you Black Panther. Mm. Like sissy, when your husband was Black Panther. When your husband was all about the struggle and everything like that, yeah, he was like, "Yo, get the fuck out of me with that bullshit." Mm. I'm about to go work for this white man and be a slave all day. Yeah. Uh, then he got into his alcoholic. He was fu- he was so I don't want to work with the system that I don't even want to work no more. Facts. I'm gonna do all that. You wasn't with that shit, right? And then you went to mommy mode. He was working with the man. You went to mommy world, and then Franklin, he was against that. 
Mm-hmm. And then one episode, you was just with it, right? Once the season two, well, season three started off, y'all just with the shit. Yeah. And then that season four moved in. No, I want to be in every part of this. Yeah. I want you to, to keep me involved and everything like that. Then your husband get killed. Now it's fuck the police again. Yeah. And now it's let me go connect with the KGB. Yeah. And then your brother get killed. And now you down with the Black Panthers, and now you got your afro and everything like that. Yo, pick a side. Well, so you've been on six of them. Here's here's what I thought about Sissy, not just in that scene, but specifically in the episode, right? So she started the season. It was episode one. She said, um, or maybe that was episode two. I can't fucking remember. Um, but she said, fuck Teddy, fuck the CIA, and fuck the government that supported them. Right. That was how she started this season. Right. We talked about her monologue at the beginning. Um, and that was when she was siding with the KGB. And if y'all remember, I said I ain't dig the monologue. I think it was acted out perfectly fine. Yeah. But I thought you was the, the whole shit bunch she was of saying. Like, my nigga, that's not how, that's not been your actions, though. Well, here was the thing. Right. She said that she said, fuck the government that supported them. Fuck. The but you said that as you were planning to work with the KGB, right? This is another government looking to fill their own fucking destiny. They don't care about you the same way you thought you were invisible to Teddy. In real life, you were invisible to the KGB because when Dog realized that Franklin no longer had a connection to Teddy, you ain't seen him since. He got the fuck out of Dodge. He don't even want Franklin. Yo, that's so wild. That nigga spent two seasons trying to get to Franklin. And the minute Franklin said, I don't work for Teddy no more. That nigga said, oh, shit, I I need to get Gustavo. (laughs) Like, Franklin was as expendable as the fucking Mexican who barely speaks English out this bitch, dog. But it had Teddy and Franklin not falling out. You gonna fuck around and get Teddy? I mean, you gonna fuck around and get your son killed? Have him fucking with the KBG? Come on, they done went there and and leveraged you and try to they done did what they did to Gustavo. Facts, facts. So with with Sissy this episode, what I noticed from her, it wasn't necessarily that she was getting back on the Black Panther side. Sissy this episode, throughout the episode, showed me two things: defeat and redemption. I give you that. She looks completely fucking done, dog. I lost my husband to this game. I lost my brother to this game. And in real life, even though he's still living and he's earthly, I lost my son to this game. But I don't recognize him. Also, I wanted to, I wanted to bring up uh, the second scene in the show was um, mm-hmm. when she when Franklin had to tell Sissy what happened. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. I said this this episode was beautifully acted. Facts. When he walked in. Wanda was like, yo, where the fuck Leon at? Yeah. You know, right. she, he just took. Leon took Louie home. And then she like. Leon took Louie home? Leon's with Louie? Come on now. And Jerome? Just looks. Man, that, that, Nobody that. said a fucking word. But Franklin was. Or Idris. Or Damson, Damson Idris. Idris facts. Was, was saying a lot with yeah. the facial expression. Yeah. You know, I. I I don't know, three, four weeks again, I keep talking about this. But it's like three of them. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because some of them mean I'm up to some dastardly shit. And some, and some of them like, mean I'm hurt, bro. You ever, you ever had to give an answer to a question you don't really like? Yet? Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I kind of did that yeah, or whatever, whatever. Yeah. And um, it's so interesting that he can pull that off because it looks so real mm-hmm. because like I've made that face before when I mm-hmm. didn't want to tell somebody yeah some bad well, news, really up. you yeah. know what I'm saying and just to know that people can call on these things and like 
do it yeah. like that, man, like wonderful acting. So, boom. Next, they go to the funeral home. Okay. Right? Yeah. And she walk in and he tries to console her, put her hand on her shoulder, mm-hmm. put his hand on her shoulder. I wanted to ask you, when she shrugged it off, do you think he she was shrugging his shoulder off specifically? Or does she just want to be done with the whole everything? I think it was both. Because um, I, I think primarily she wants to be done with everything. But Franklin represents everything, right? Um, my husband and my brother are gone because of the shit that you're doing with the CIA. Franklin also, rep- even though you're not working with Teddy no more, all of this started here. And you're the connection to that. You're the fucking bloodline to that, dog. Because the, the initial reaction from mom was like, I don't want you selling drugs. Facts. You, I was mad at my brother for selling weed. Yeah. You know literally. Used to tell that nigga not to hang around Franklin because I don't want you around that weed. And nigga, when you start selling crack and making... I saw my brother making a couple dollars. Nigga, you start making millions in the 80s at 1718, bro. Then you took the money, mom, mm-hmm. that was making and started a business with it. Mm-hmm. And got involved in this and that So like I get it And she admitted a few episodes ago When she he asked her like you, Why you won't get out of town Every single time I tell you to get out of town Why you won't fucking protect yourself You feel like you gotta be a martyr Cause you accepted the shit that I gave you Now I said I got bars for her in the, if, like Because on the surface Like yo you saying one thing you do another mm-hmm. But that's human behavior Factual. It's not like you can't change And when you change your mind And you want to get your life clean It's like Nope Because you did these bad things You gotta stay here Yeah That's not what I'm saying But it just look wild that You keep switching identities But guess yeah. what In real life I've lived seven different lifestyles Facts You know what I'm saying I've lived seven different lifetimes And people who know me Know me from different points In my periods in my life So you yeah. know It is what it is Um, I think she This is kind of connects to another conversation Okay When Louie And Her Louie and Sissy sat down mm-hmm. And she told him She told her You know this It has to stop It stops with us Yeah I have an idea What do you think she was talking about? When she said it has to stop It stopped with us um, Well I I look at that scene A couple of different ways Um the way it was filmed and the way it was shot, I feel like whatever they were saying didn't fucking matter. The way they were shot told me anything I needed to know about that scene. Um, I'm glad you brought this up right here. So rewatch that scene and look at specifically when they pull the camera out and you see both of them. With Jerome in the middle. Jerome in the middle. And then you can see what's behind each of them. Sissy's back was to the window, right? And with that window behind her, it was sunlight shining on her. It was fucking beautiful. I felt like that represented like a hope for her. I I said that um, sissies throughout the episode, it respect like she kind of gave me, yeah, I'm fucking completely defeated, but I'm also like gonna gain redemption by like just being completely washed of this and walking into a whole new life. That light shining on her back felt like that for me. On the flip side, Louis' background was a like kind of. Charcoal gray dark black wall Right It was a motherfucking hole like abyss Behind Louis dog and I felt like After Jerome died she's so Broken all she can see is death 
in her life, nigga. And then going back to something as simple as the title. Did you catch the title of the episode? Yeah. It was called Charnel House. Mm-hmm. I don't know if everybody know what a Charnel House is. Essentially, a Charnel House is like old, 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 old time. If they didn't want to use the land to bury people, they would put your bones or they would extract the bones of the buried and put them in a house. That house was a charnel house. This was essentially where they fucking went to put the bones of the dead. And it was a house of death, right? Um, Metaphorically. This was the episode of the house of the death. The term skeletons in the closet and all, all that starts with the charnel house. Fam, Louis and Jerome's house. First part of the episode. Cause she ain't been at the house, and who knows? She ain't been at the house. Who knows how long, right? When um when she gets dropped back off, when uh Leon. Leon dropped her off, and she walks back into the house. Soon as she comes through the entryway, she sees the fucking mirror in her house, and it was one of them. You remember them old like panel mirrors? Yeah. Before she even get there, yeah. Whoo! She had a bar. Leon mm-hmm. taking her out the car. So this is to your point and everybody's point, basically. Oh, I ain't family. Man, man. Last week, I'm not family. Mm-hmm. Today, I'm consoling you because the nigga who said I wasn't family is dead. Is dead. And I went to put my life on the line. And I'm for taking him. you home and I'm offering to fucking stay with you to protect you or to make you feel comfortable because right now you don't know what the fuck to do. Because but I wasn't family two weeks ago. Because, like, last time I saw you, you was shitting on me. Facts. me to get the fuck on. Guess who not here? And not that he wouldn't want to be, but he not here because you wouldn't want him to be. Your actual nephew. Who here? Family. I came, gave y'all a gift. Man. Y'all shit on my gift. Come on, man. And I'm not family and all the other shit. Y'all was real tough and shit. And now I'm here. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Then, like, but, like, so, two things are wrong in this scene. Okay. Was, I hate when people do this, but this is what you do with funerals. Facts. When people somebody die. Sissy explaining to a grieving wife that the husband loved you so much is pointless and it's it's kinda it's damn near cruel. It's not on purpose though. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You don't know. Uh, niggas don't know what to say. You don't know what, oh, yeah. he loved you so much. I know. That's why I'm fucking crying and, and bruising yeah. my eyes out. But uh I think this has to stop. This means my nigga, we gotta stop selling drugs. Mm. Like, she won't do that. Cold hurt. Like, this has taken so much. It mm-hmm. has done so much. Like, we gotta stop selling drugs. Period. Yeah. The beef is oh, fuck the beef because I wasn't on the opposite side of the beef. Yeah, for it to be like talking about beef between Franklin and them and me because my brother wasn't trying to kill me and you wasn't trying to kill me. Facts. So the it gotta stop with us. No, it gotta stop with us because we adults. And we gotta stop selling drugs, man. Man, um, the wild shit is, she's hurt, she's angry, but saying, "Yeah, but I'm the one who lost the husband to a motherfucker who just nah, lost her brother." That scene pissed me off. Or that all, that line pissed me off. I I lost him too, and I also lost. I the lost husband. my husband a whole season ago, nigga. Which was like a year ago in this timeline. Like, what the fuck is you I talking I lost to me a about? husband and my brother who I know and love in a different way, possibly Yo, bigger or longer than you. Me and my brother been at odds for a lot of reasons. Most of it is because I love him and I don't want to lose him to the shit that he doing. What the fuck is you talking? My big brother is the reason I'm here. 
That nigga took me in when I couldn't make my way in Oakland after Alton got fucking strung out on that damn alcohol, nigga. Yo, salute to them also for making Alton an alcoholic and not a drug addict. Like, yo, no, something that really plagued us, but don't get to shine, that crack and heroin and all that shit did. That's still plaguing us. Alcoholism plagues us daily. And I say that because, yo, my timeline, y'all be scaring me a little bit. Y'all niggas drink a lot. It's kind of wild. But, um... Going back to that first scene, um, when sis, or I'm sorry, when Louie walked into the house during that first scene, she walked in and she had that paneled mirror. You remember them 80s paneled mirrors, dog? And I looked at that and I was like, yo, she's seeing a bunch of Louis, right? This is a warped view of yourself. I don't think that was unintentional, dog. I think that was cinematography. I feel like that was like, yo, the guilt from knowing how closely connected I am to Jerome dying, like how much of a reason that I am for him dying. I'm seeing all these different warped versions of myself in this mirror. That's a representation of that. I'm also seeing the fucking, that whole warped and, sense of self-worth that she got. And that the person that you fucking hate and was mad that he ain't going murder and kill him is the one who saved you. Come on, man. Come on, man. You finally addressed it at the funeral. And that's what's funny, because you went into that question, yo, why did you come back for me? You went into that question looking for him to say, because I love you, because you're my aunt, because you're my family. That's what you wanted him to say. He gave you that initial response, yo, nigga, I was raised to respect women, nigga, first I couldn't all, live with myself. The first thing is, what you want, what you need from me, auntie. I that was you, my question. I gave you the auntie title. And not only that, I asked, what can I do for you in this moment? Because here was the thing, dog. And here's what I thought going back to last week when Franklin first called Leon to call Unc to get him to come to that warehouse. Because it seemed like he thought about it, too. Like, uh, fam, I, dog, fuck, let me call. When I rewatched that episode from last week, episode six, from when Franklin was standing in front of her while she was getting uh, branded. He was already on step 10. Yo, I can't do shit here right now by myself. I can't shoot my way out of this. I can't. Even if I kill Kane and Dog in here, we got to get through 10 more crips. And I overheard the plan. Come on, man. They, to go call the pimp nigga. Yeah. Over, like, I overheard the plan. We ain't. I can't do shit about Percy and all them niggas that's coming. I can't do shit about them eight niggas that's out in the front. I can't do shit about the two niggas in this room. But what I can do. I know what they're going to do. I know they're going to try to take their time with her. So at minimum, if I can get in touch with Unc and get back here soon enough, I might could save her. He ain't, pay, he ain't paid you to need you to ask you for your yo, gun at yo, the Buckley, warehouse? Yo, Buckley, I can't wait till you die. Nigga, you look like you was lying. I can't wait till you die. You look like you was lying. She's, yo, dog, I can't, when Buckley die, I'm going to throw the same kind of party that I'm going to throw if Auntie uh, go to prison with the DEA. Cause I really want them to arrest her today. Cause y'all got her on tape. I don't see how they don't arrest her. If you want to, do you want to talk about the real reason Unc died? Come on. Cause Buckley a bitch. Because Unc sent Franklin back, mm -hmm. right, to go get Leon for some reason. He went and got Leon. They would have bust through the door. It'd have been two guns. Facts. On 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 Kane. And, and yeah, there would have yeah. been a conversation between Kane and Leon. I mean Kane. Kane and Franklin. And Franklin, yeah. which could have possibly boom. But if Buckley was there. There been three guns Man 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 And here's the thing and Buckley you, you already shot this nigga Yeah And if Kane sees Buckley He shooting Buckley he first He going at Buckley first No matter who there Yeah Cause Buckley you almost paralyzed me 
You like, did paralyze me temporarily. Which is, which is wild that you just back up and acting normal now. Man, it ain't man. been that long, my nigga. It's been a couple weeks since not not even a couple weeks because these timeline these it's been like five or six episodes, but this yeah. is all within the two to three day period. Facts, facts. Let's um let's rock out with another voice note, man. My man Isaac. Salute to the boy. Um, send one in. Let's see what he's talking about. What's up, man? What's up, Jay? This is Isaac. I just got a few quick thoughts about Snowfall, Season 6, Episode 7. Teddy still thinks he's the hero in this story, which is wild to me because he's willing White to man. sacrifice his baby mama and his kid for whatever results he's trying to get. I don't think Teddy makes it to the season finale because mm. if you remember the conversation between the CIA director and Teddy's handler, the director told the handler, hey, you got a lot of cracks to fill, so go fill those and keep my name out your mouth when you do it. <laughs> so I think that was the director's way of uh, green lighting Teddy getting put in the dirt because Teddy has been doing the most for a long time and now it's bringing a lot of negative heat to the agency also the director is racist as hell did, did y'all hear him uh say nigger with a hard r with his whole chest <laughs> that was funny <laughs> louis still in that downward spiral still won't accept her role in all this which is crazy uh sissy has some bars for it though she was like hey i get that you lost your husband but so have i but the difference is you can say goodbye to your husband's physical remains at the funeral I have no idea where Alton's remains are buried, so I'll never get that closure. Come on. And now my husband and my brother are dead. So, Come yeah. on. Uh, I don't think Leon lives to see the season finale either. And that's only because I noticed that the camera panned um, a long time on the dude that was standing behind Leon and Franklin as they were walking through the PJ courtyard. So I think that might be Dion's man that pops Leon. And that could be used as a springboard for this... Uh, Spinoff that they're allegedly doing with Wanda. Um, I want to touch on the title of this episode for a little bit. So when I saw the title was Charnel House, I didn't know what that meant. So when I Googled it, I saw two definitions. So the first definition was a building that can be used to uh, store bones and dead bodies. So I feel like that could be a metaphor for this whole series because so many people have died um, throughout these six seasons. But there was a second definition where uh, it said that a charnel house could be uh, a place associated with violent death. So I feel like that's even more fitting for Jerome and Louis' house because uh, Louis was still opening gifts and cards at the table, and now she has all these negative memories of her husband. I actually felt bad for Louis because once her and Candy got to talking and reminiscing and they started talking about how their uncle molested them and Louis just ended up right back in in prostitution, I was like, damn, this really is a nonstop circle of sexual violence, which was kind of sad to me. Um, I can appreciate Scully not uh, being on his I told you so back when <laughs> Louis came to him in the middle of the night, but he actually gave her a lot of good game. Um, so, yeah, one more thing. Teddy's baby mama is out of pocket. <laughs> you don't get to question me about my new whiz when you uh, let a whole nigga shoot your club up. <laughs> so, yeah, you stay in your lane. <laughs> Can't wait to hear y'all's thoughts. Another great episode. I expect nothing less. Love y'all. Peace. Yo, Isaac, man. I love Peace, you too, man. bro. Um, <laughs> Nigga, yo, when the f listeners be tapped in, they be tapped in because you just hit on everything we just talked about. Tapped all the way. Um, I, I didn't... I knew what a channel house was, so I didn't. Um, I didn't realize there was another. Or I, let me say, I knew what a channel house is. Like, 
OG definition was um, the house that bones are are collected or stored in um, of the dead. I didn't realize that it could also mean uh, where where people are placed who die a violent death, right? But that definition is also fitting to your point. Um, it was a few charnel houses in this episode. Like it, it wasn't just to be like Jerome and Louis' house. And I feel like it was some shit in this episode, nigga. The projects is a charnel house. <laughs> It's it's fucking uh death all over that shit, dog. So to to Brooklyn's point and to his point, um, about so too, I might as well talk about this scene too. Mm-hmm. So Franklin in the projects, he said, "Yo, Lee, how good is my credit?" Shit, good as my life. Good as my life, bro. Ask him for five hundred thousand. Ask him for a half a meal. Yeah, and um, what is it for? Price of freedom. We ain't necessarily know what that meant at that time, but that's Oso's freedom mm-hmm. and his freedom. Mm-hmm. But like, you know what I'm saying? So as they walking out, talking about unk, there's two things that jumped out to me. One is when Franklin said they should have never broke away from from the fold. Mm. Leon stop walking Yo Frank Because I think in that moment Leon realized Just how fucking Yes he know Franklin loved his fucking uncle Nigga But in that moment He realized Just how fucking like I don't even want to say Cold How like Some nigga So some niggas gonna keep the business on the front end. Facts Well I can Facts. I can compartmentalize I can separate that Yeah you know I can I can separate uh, my emotions. That nigga said Jerome was my blood, but he shouldn't have fucking left us. And quite, I mean, he they shouldn't have. He didn't even want to. Come on, you know what Come I'm saying? On. We've been talking Come about on. that in the roundabout, but like, no, they should not have. What you make of um in that scene when they're walking? That dude who stared at Leon. So this goes back to Leon and uh, Leon. Wanda's oh. conversation. He's like, "Yo, I'm just gonna be here a little bit longer, and I can." Give it to another nigga Such and such I feel like Someone's gonna kill him Like whenever this shit is Yeah It seemed like the episode Is over And the season Everything is he, Everybody that made it Somebody gonna shoot him And say I took it Yeah And he's gonna be the yeah. new king And then it's gonna I This type of show That seems like Once it's over They gonna show a bunch of Flash Yeah, yeah. Whatever But someone's Not to be that nigga But like I think someone Is gonna kill um, Leon. Leon is gonna be tragic because all the shit that Gail said at the funeral and mm-hmm. and how he was just confident. How it's like carnal TV it's and like, movie. Yo, I, I think about how, how Jerome fucking loved Louis and like I I want you to know like yo like I got your back like that. I love you like that, but I'm scared to lose you. Looking at Louis, dog, and that nigga said, "Well, shit, you ain't losing me. I'm here right now, Mrs. Uh, whatever his last name was." And I and thought she like, was gonna oh, take it that way. Then she was like, yeah, but she looked like she had something else to say. And I'm glad that they actually had her yeah. say it. Yeah. Because we was all thinking like, well, shit, nigga, Louie was with him two days yeah. ago. Right there, nigga. Um, the other part of that is that we haven't talked about yet. And we still got some voice notes to get to. So we're going to keep pushing them along. But nigga, Wanda said, I'm out, baby. I'm out. I'm out. She came back through the crib. What house are they in? So... The initial scene where Franklin came back and said Leon was taking Louis home, that was the projects. When we saw Wanda come back and tell uh, Leon she was leaving, that was the projects. Every other scene we seen Wanda in was at 
sissy house. Um, I never knew that place had an upstairs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Soon as you come in the door, bust that left. Those are stairs. So, um, she came back and she. It was two things I noticed in this. One, Looking she got rid of her braids. I talked a lot about Leon's hair last week or whatever episode that was. Maybe last week or the week before. Uh, or no, that was last week. Um, the difference in his hair, right? He had the fucking fro and uh, the revolutionary, the I got away to Africa and I'm being my natural great black self. And then he had the braids, which was very representative and indicative of the projects and the coke dealing and all the shit that he was doing. And the way he saw himself reflected in that mirror when he was having that convo with Franklin all he saw was the braided project. I can't get away from this side. Um, Wanda came back with her hair pressed, took them braids out. She had a very American or black American woman hairstyle, right? I thought that was, it was a light cinematography piece, but it was a very like, it was a touch on, okay, I've accepted the fact that we back here. She even told that nigga, like, I keep having fucking visions of me being in, in Ghana with my husband. We ain't going back. I know we not going back no more. And Leon said, what, you leaving me now? She said, no, I'm not leaving you. I'm leaving the projects. But I am leaving these projects because what you not finna do is have me surrounded by this death in this motherfucking charnel house, nigga. Like, I'm not doing that, bro. Like, I can't sit here in this crib and be surrounded by the shit that killed me, nigga. I'm a new person, bro. I'm trying to fucking live my life and move forward. I can't do that in this place. I can't do it. Um, speaking of Leon, oh, I'm sorry. Speaking of Leon last week with the fucking scene where his hair was different and the mirror reflection and all that, they was back on a cinematography shit. When auntie went to go see her homegirl or her cousin, whoever that was, um, specifically when she was in that bathtub. So they would show her talking and they would show the two of them in a scene, right? But then they would shift the fucking camera and they would go to that scene where the frame was literally just auntie and then a reflection of herself in that glass panel. You couldn't see the homegirl no more. And I really thought like, yo, we were seeing two Louis in that scene, right? It was the Louis because the shit they was talking about was fucked up. Yo, you know what this reminded me or that shit that happened to me reminded me of when we was young and such and such brother paid us $20 to choke us to see how long it would take us to pass out. And then our girl was like, yeah, I remember thinking like watching you like, damn, I shouldn't do that, but it's $20. $20. And then they start, they kept going through it. Like, yo, or what when, she, what, like, what does she mean by that shit that used to do with my voice when it whistled or something? I forgot how she I think the it. fucking, but no, that's exactly what she said. I think like breathing, like trying to fucking get your, you trying to talk when you're getting choked out. Like your 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 yeah. throat start to whistle, nigga. You uh, like that, but it clearly ain't getting choked out. But that sort of fucking like high pitched like struggle that you trying to get when you trying to get your fucking life. And then she said, every time that would happen, like I, I go back to that part of when nigga. Yeah, times that happen. That's the abuse that she referring to, right? And then old girl was like, or when such and such. Um, Where's she from? Louis. I feel like she from Little Rock. Like, I feel like that's where she was from, and then she made her way to fucking L.A. at some point. Um, could be wrong. If we wrong, y'all fact check that and let us know. I don't know that she, if it was ever said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because if you're from L.A., she spent some time in New York, too, with uh, Claudia. Didn't Claudia? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's where her old club used to be or some yeah. shit, right? Like, the hood remember you, though. Facts. Facts. Like, you don't. Yeah, like, shit. If you was down here in L.A. moving around with Claudia like that. They know you. Or before Franklin came around, like you was a rat 
fighting with girls on the front porch. Like yeah. the hood remembers. Yeah. They not just gonna respect you because niggas don't respect Franklin. That's a fact. <laughs> Saw how Kane was talking to that nigga. Like, and that's why so I don't let other people's impact my self esteem. Cause it's the esteem of, of your, your motherfucking, motherfucking self. self. Come on, huh? Um, so then when she was talking about girls, she was like, uh, she was like Said the shit about yeah when the nigga was choking us, but he gave us twenty dollars and that was twenty dollars. And then she was like, or when such and such and them locked us in the basement with my uncle. And then she was like, or when like the niggas was running back fucking stories of abuse and rape and sexual assault and sexual abuse. Like, bro, this is fucked up. But this wasn't like my uncle. This was I don't know. She said twenty times. Worse. Yeah, yeah. She said it was twenty times fucking worse being in there with Kane and that squad, nigga, and Percy and all them niggas. And I'm like, bro, thank Franklin. So I posted on Twitter earlier. Louis can't say thank you for shit. I'm gonna read Angela Lewis' tweet because this shit bothered me, and I get it. It's all a show, right? We all talking shit. Whoop 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 the fucking whoop dog. But motherfucker, like at some point. This character, and I get it. I know what uh what Angela Lewis is tweeting about. I know what she's trying to get off with the tweets, blah blah blah. That's all well and good. She's trying to make her character seem redeemable with some of the shit that she be doing. But fuck all that, bro. Like Angela Lewis be saying some wild shit. So she said, um, where the fuck did this tweet go, bro? Hold on, hold on, hold on. And not for nothing. Okay. When she went to the door to see who was sissy, I saw that thing jingling. <laughs> <laughs> I saw it. I seen it. You seen it? I seen it. You seen it? it Come on, now. It was jiggling. Jiggling, baby. I'll pull that up in a minute. Hold on. We got more voice notes, man. My Yo, man. We just uh, had two voice notes come through the, right through now. the Spotify joint. Oh, shit. Okay. Well, shit, the third member of the pod, the guy Rob Silver sent a couple in, or whoa, sent one whoa, in. Whoa, wait What's a minute. It? We got mad voice notes in there? Yo, Isaac, I just seen your, I just seen your voice note from February 13th. No, wait, whoa, 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 time out. I just seen Isaac voice note from January 31st, okay. February the 13th. Aaron got a voice note from March 22nd. Salute. Aaron got a voice note, another voice note from March 22nd. Salute. William... Daniels got a voice note for March 23rd. So what's today? These were some last week episodes. Yeah. But today, uh, Chanel John Chanel got dropped the te- uh, dropped the note, and Aaron just dropped one nine minutes ago. Man. So at least Chanel and Aaron, we gonna we gonna play y'all. We shit gonna so. get them in for sure. Let me play uh, forgot, third member of the pod. The guy forgot to go to. The, well, here's to the thing, dog. Man. Shout out to y'all. We love y'all for real. Salute. If you're not sending them to the email, and I'm not saying it'll never get caught. I, that's what it's I was, just out of sight, out of mind, yeah, bro. We just be thinking like, oh shit, go to the they go to the email, yeah. so we don't we don't be thinking about the other mediums, dog. But yeah, I'm gonna play this joint from Rob Silver. Rob, what up? They probably like nigga. Why y'all playing all these fucking voice notes and they playing my shit? We played 15 <laughs> last week. Yeah, nigga. I'm sorry. That's not that's our not, bad. That's, that's our bad. We love y'all though. 300 in. We still learning, man. Salute. Please bear with me, fellas, because I'm a little under the weather. But uh, happy 300th episode anniversary to the magic and Kareem of the podcast world. Who magic? <laughs> Anthony is magic because he's constantly throwing up alley-oops and shovel passes and behind-the-back passes 
to Kareem, who is Jay, because this is Jay's second championship team that he's dominated on. Mm. Shop Talk mm. and now This Week in Culture, culminating in six MVPs mm. and six championships. So uh, kudos to you two brothers. 300 episodes in. Hopefully, at least another 3,000 to go. And Talk that's not it. even counting all your Patreon pages. Talk about this it. This is number 300 for the free for the freebies. Yeah. Okay. Oh, you freebie ass niggas. First, broke. Uh, <laughs> before I go into what I thought of the episode, I am shocked that since the episode finished airing last night, I got home and I watched. I got home around 10.30 so I, from work last night. So I went to my DVR and started from the beginning, watched it, watched it a second time. And I'm recording this in the afternoon, the following day. I haven't seen one post on my timeline about last night's episode. I mm. don't understand it. The lack of uh, Twitter talk on Snowfall. I didn't mute the word, so I don't know. I don't know what's going on, but you guys will mute shit about BMF and Power to Week seconds after that. Those most, uh, horrific shows <laughs> go off the air. Okay. Oh, and and um, I have one question for you guys after the after I make my point about last night's episode. Angela Lewis dominated this episode. She was amazing. She was she phenomenal. She, uh, she made your city proud with her tremendous performance. I know a lot of people hate Aunt Louie, but let me tell you something. She knocked it out the park. And looking at the previews, she's going to up her acting game again next week. She was phenomenal. And the line at the end of the movie, I mean at the end of the movie, at the end of the episode that she told Franklin was one of the great bars throughout the history of the of the series. You know you're the devil, right? Mm. Franklin, yes. I do. What a great way to end a great episode, in my opinion. Another great episode written by Walter Mosley. The women dominated this episode. Michael Hyatt as Sissy. Uh, of course, Angela Lewis. Hey, Michael? Yeah. They were great. Uh, I mean, Franklin was his usual great. Oh, that, that makes me think about the story you told earlier. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I never knew her name was Michael. Self, I feel for for Teddy, uh, white ex-wife, wife, whatever you want to call her, since she's pregnant from another man. She was great. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, Franklin and Oso and uh, Leon. Oh, one last thing. Those brothers were great. Wanda Bean again was tremendous and the question I, I want to ask you fellas how do you feel if this is a true post or not the only post I saw last night from about Snowfall on my timeline was a report that there is a spinoff in the works starring Wanda Bean if this is true how do you guys feel do you, first of all do you guys feel this is a true post, not a made-up post. And if it is, how do you guys feel about them bringing this out before the series ended? Because if this report is true that they're working on the sequel starring Gail Bean, that means Wanda lives, and I like to see that. And I wouldn't mind her doing the spinoff and me just throwing the shit out uh, out in the air 
as her being a advocate for crack addicts and trying to help save their lives and break and better their lives in a South Central clinic like the one she has that her, her that Sissy has that Sissy has given her full reign to take over. I want to know what you guys think and I'll sit back and listen as I continue to relax. Well, by the time this podcast comes out, I'll be at work cuz I ain't missing work tomorrow despite how I feel right now. Peace and blessings uh big men. Talk to y'all soon. Peace, Rob. Peace, Rob. Um I know we talked a little bit about it a few minutes back, but um yeah, no. I I think that if they develop a show around Wanda's character and around the Gang violence that became of crack Right um, and the gang involvement That became of crack I definitely think It could be something it could Introduce a whole bunch of new players And, and new characters I'm not from the west coast um, All I know About gang culture I've Heard secondhand or seen online And all the other good shit Right yeah I feel Like gang culture Whatever It started off as Ramped up because of crack Facts And it's something different now Because of crack mm-hmm. And okay. I don't know that it's Unrelated But related Okay Crack Is arguably The worst thing to ever happen to black people mm. In this country Yeah It is such a it's a BC and AC world. Yeah. Before crack and after crack. What had this me thinking about this earlier today was, you know, Melly Mel was doing some interviews and hip hop people was doing interviews. Yeah. Hip hop who started in the seventies and all that shit. Nigga, that was before crack. Facts. It's a different world out here after crack. So if you compare in times before crack to after crack, it's not a fair comparison Right And crack changed everything Yeah So The gang culture in LA I, I wasn't there for the start of it But I know 100% After crack It was totally different Damn Crack yeah. ruined everything Crack Ruined everything AKA um, The CIA Ruined everything And here's the thing right Crack changed everything, not just in L.A., not just with gangs, but across the fucking nation, right? Um, you you hear stories all the time. We got Instagram pages dedicated to what Crack did in New York, what Crack did in D.C., what Crack did in Detroit. Shit, like, yeah. It's, it's, it's literally well-known. Um, There's documentaries out there about what Crack did to the gangs. Like, it's funny to think about, again, I'm not from L.A., same as Jay. I don't know about gang culture I've studied gang culture. I've I've literally studied semesters worth of gang culture, um, but I wasn't there. And yeah. it's something to be there and something to be in that environment as shit is happening. I know why niggas said this shit started, but I know what crack did to whatever the fuck y'all said it started for. When what your plans was when crack got involved, the money got involved. Come on. Now your territory that you used just to Come on, man. maybe you patrolled to Come keep on. it. Safe, whatever the fuck, what the situation was, nah, nigga, we on this side because this is where we at. And niggas made a couple dollars selling weed. Niggas made a couple dollars 
running, you know, some heroin around for whoever the, the big nigga in town was. Every nigga who got involved in crack, if they made it more than a couple weeks, niggas start seeing hundreds of thousands, millions. Niggas were seeing thousands a day. This shit changed the economy. It ain't just changed the streets. Nigga, it was black people stepping in rooms that they never was fucking able to get into with crack, bro. Yo, Killer Mike had a, a documentary and a song called White Powder, Black Power. Mm. And explained how that shit, like, in real life, given the situation and the, and the status of the economy and everything at the time, mm-hmm. it's a smarter idea to sell crack. Mm. It's a horrible idea, but you can either take this hundred bucks and you can be a millionaire in a couple weeks, or you can go a long route and yeah. 15 to 20. Like in real life, it's a smarter idea mathematically. Yeah. <laughs> Not like, Culturally, safety, health wise, yeah. whatever. But like, I'm not surprised that a lot of niggas pick crack. Fam, me and you were kids back when crack was bubbling, right? Um, you was a few years older than me, but we were still both kids when this shit was like moving in the eighties and early nineties. I've literally thought about like, yo, if I was older, I'm afraid for what I might have did to try to get a fucking plug. To try to get a connect. Like if I was a fucking 19, 20 year old. When I seen niggas around me making 50k a day. was so crazy. Come on bro. Crack was still cracking in the 90s. Facts. And the 2000s. Facts. You know what I'm saying? And I know a bunch of niggas who was selling crack. <laughs> like, Damn. I, um, I posted a throwback Thursday picture a while back. Uh, and I had on. I had on a, literally a throwback jersey. A big ass hat, a white do rag. I was on my phone, on my next tail. I was in high school, and it's a big ass bulge in my pocket. And I see, I I put on the picture crack, because that's what that was. Nigga, it was a big ass fucking eight ball in my pocket that we chopped down later, nigga. And I was holding it for somebody. That's what the fuck was going on. And this was in two thousand one, nigga. Like. The amount of and I know how much money I made holding that fucking eight ball, nigga. I can't imagine being the nigga at the top and doing this shit every day. Woo wee! Let me show you one of the homies' uh, throwback Thursday picture today, man. <laughs> Woo wee! It said you had to be there. Come on, nigga. Because it was different. Yo, it's different. It's different. If you wasn't there, you don't know. It changed everything, man. Man, um, anything that happens that changes the whole fucking economical structure of a race of people, (laughs) nigga. Like, I get it. It also caused a lot of fucking death and destruction and despair. I'm... 100% 100% on the side that crack was fucking horrific And I agree with you It's one of if not the worst thing That ever happened to black people Totally on that side But goddamn, it changed the fucking money A lot of the niggas who y'all know today Who got millions of fucking dollars Or who are y'all What y'all consider well off Started back then What you think Just uh, crack What do you think Anheuser-Busch Started off mm. It wasn't crack then It was It was uh, alcohol 
You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Some of these major alcohol companies started off doing prohibition. Yeah, y'all niggas was prohibition and they powerful. Was a, and they was allowed to turn them illegal businesses into to professional businesses. So the, the song and the little doc I was talking about with Killer Mike, he was like, yo, we the same way, though. Mm. Like, allow us to turn the weed into the marijuana industry and let us be an Anheuser-Busch. Yeah. Let us be a, a Coors or whomever yeah. or Budweiser or whatever because these same families that own these, if you do your Googles, um, if you do the knowledge, yeah, as Sticky Finger said, no, uh, Fredro Star nah, said, no, that was Fredro. Uh, if you do the knowledge, Sticky don't want nothing to do with that you shit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you may find out that like that shit connect. But any event, man, uh, what's that was the last voice note? No, 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 it's still. Yo, we got voice notes galore, nigga. Um, Let's try to make it through, cause shit, we about to fucking hit three hours on this joint. Shit, we had uh, we had two twenty. We 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 I we I we can get through these. Um, June from CT. Then we got my nigga June. June. Oh shit, let me play some of these. Uh, these. Um, oh, from the joint. Uh, yeah, yeah. All right. So Go ahead and throw them in hours. There. All right. Two hours. Hey, uh, this Chanel calling in from Richmond, Virginia. Chanel, what up, dog? My first time sending in a voice note. Gang. So y'all be easy on me. Um, first of all, I want to say I just hate how Louis is trying to play the victim. Like she was so hardcore, and now she just wants all of this sympathy. Um, I need Teddy to listen to his ex-wife. Give Franklin his money back. It is just not going to end well for anybody. Um, that funeral was kind of dry. Um, I feel like they rushed through it. They probably could have put a little <laughs> bit more into it than what they did. But shout out to Gustavo in that soup. He looked good because um, I'm tired of seeing him in that members only jean jacket that he wore. <laughs> um, also, I did subscribe to the Patreon, so I will be going back and listening to some of y'all older shows. Naomi. Tell me what you think. Later. Appreciate please, you. Please. Appreciate you. All right, and Aaron, Aaron, you've been sending these bitches faithfully to the to the to the um, Spotify joint, and I didn't even know, dog. Yo, Aaron, we, we apologize. We love you. Our bad. What up, Aunt? what up, Jay? This your boy Aaron for Old Park. Been listening a long time, and you guys do an awesome job. Appreciate you. I just wanted to say about Snowfall this week. I don't know if anybody else caught this, but it seems like to me that Teddy's CIA handler, his boss, is ready to kill Teddy and just move on. Mm. He ready to say, fuck that money and everything that comes with it because Teddy is becoming a problem for the CIA now. I just wanted to point that out. I know everything else, you guys are going to speak on it which with your normal amount of accuracy and detail. So I'll just sit back and listen and keep up the good work, fellas. Appreciate Peace. you, Aaron. Appreciate you. Appreciate you. Hey yo, <laughs> what he was saying that, you know what I started and popped in my head? Hmm. The nigger killed his father? Yo. Cause <laughs> yo, look at look at the way he do his arms in that scene. That nigga said the nigga <laughs> killed Yo, his father. He was so fucking. He couldn't shocked. believe that nigga killed that white man. Like he, 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 he love. He was like, believe it. Or not, he found his father and he killed him. 
Slit his throat while he was on the phone. The nigga killed his father. Yeah, my nigga, we we, we get down like that, bro. And I, that if, wild. if I knew who you were, I'd kill you too. <laughs> I don't know you yet. We're not connected. Hey, you you see him trying to get the plausible deniability shit off. Nigga said, I don't want to know nothing about what you're doing over there. Because here's the thing, right? Boy said the business is still good. So AKA the we can money. continue selling crack to fund our other shit too. Well, not even just that. We have seventy three million. Teddy, <laughs> we, but yeah. Teddy took it for this, right? Allegedly, yeah. Teddy didn't take it to run away. Who Teddy? Who who Teddy lying to? So listen, himself. Um, Joe Button, old ass song. Uh, one of these um ordinary love shit songs. Yeah, he said, "I can't tell if you being f- th- paraphrasing. Mm-hmm. I can't tell if." You being fake to me or you being real to somebody else? Mm. Who is Teddy being real to? Come on now. Is he telling freaky nurse the truth? Or or is his loyalty with the, the CIA nigga? Mm. Like, I got this money for us. Yeah. Or do I got this money for them? Yo, telling freaky nurse you got $73 million for y'all is wild. <laughs> she was like, oh. Because she gonna- came around when it was $73 million. She ain't been around since zero mil. She, so she was like Oh you gonna give me half Is that what you want Bitch you just told me It's for us Dog, dog. What you mean Is that what I want Nigga you just offered it to me Dog She said I'm giving you The key to my lock Bitch you opened up no. Your weak ass legs What <laughs> the fuck That's all the key was too The, the pussy lock Like <laughs> Don't give me the key To the pussy lock And I had the pussy already Like you know You couldn't get a bitch like me Like in real life Fam like, Come on Here's the thing Yes I could Cause guess where I can go Wherever you from I go down there with a a one well, percent of this seventy three million, and I can get a bitch like without seventy three million. You know you couldn't get a bitch like me in real life. Well, not in America, <laughs> but in <laughs> South America. Yeah. No, no, no. Uh, Teddy on his regular hundred twenty five thousand dollars in the eighties job was a millionaire in South America, nigga. Yeah, what's the joint with uh Wesley Snipes and um, Tuong Fu and um, Earl Manigault? Don Cheeto. Don Cheeto. Um, um, oh shit. Brooklyn's finest. Brooklyn's finest. Facts. I want to watch that shit again, though. That's on I may be lying about the fucking media. That gotta be a throwback review. Brooklyn's finest, I believe, is on uh Paramount Plus. Because a nigga could be undercover for so long, it's like yeah, he get caught up in this. I shit. might as well do this shit. Fam. If I got $73 million sitting in an account that Hulu. only I got access to. It's on Hulu. If only I got access to. Shit Yeah And I know how to get ghost on niggas Shit Shit <laughs> Alright hold up Any more on there On the uh Snap Or not Snapchat Uh, Spotify shit No that's it Alright bet Alright we got June from CT Then we got my nigga June The real June 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 we see Cause, And I say that because June from CT told us last week My name ain't June <laughs> Oh okay So we got June from CT and then we got June June Alright we about to see Let's see if June gonna say what he say Let's see what my dog June from CT on What up Ann and Jay It's June what up, from dog? CT My fault on that late message last time man I, I heard you guys play it on <laughs> Power episode My fault um, Great episode of Snowfall Facts Uh Left with a lot of questions. What is Leon about to do? Clearly, he he's looking at Franklin different after the conversation he had with Franklin. Like him not really 
showing any emotion after Jerome died. Back to business as usual. And same conversation happened with uh with Louie. Franklin is all business, all about the mission. Get it done by any means necessary. So that's man. Yeah. It's kinda wild. Uh I think even though she barely had any uh words <laughs> this episode, Sissy Sissy did a lot of acting, man. She 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 did. She really man, did. That conversation with Louie was heavy. When Louie's like, I lost everything, I lost my husband. And Sissy was like, yo, I Listen, I lost my husband, my brother, my son in the wire. Like, I took mad losses. (laughs) (laughs) Nah, Sissy did her thing. I looked up her name. I tried to get her name. Apparently, her name is Michael. It's spelled Michael. I don't know. It's Michelle. I don't know. It's Michael. Michael Michael Hyatt. Shout out to her. I love Um, this podcast, bro. Last thing, man. Who knew Uncle Clifford and... (laughs) Uncle Jerome were, were cousins, man. I see Uncle Clifford at front and center at the at the funeral, man. Well, they was that, cousins by that's crazy. I had no idea P, P Valley and Snowfall were in the same universe, man. <laughs> that's and funny. Fire show. Y'all niggas in the multiverse. <laughs> They're going out the right way. This one of the few shows uh, where I feel like the. They're going out the right way with the last season. Not too many Bay shows know how to put that bow on it. And they they seem to be landing correctly. I uh, can't wait to hit up. So peace, peace, John. Yo, um, Kang is the same in every universe or every multiverse. So was Uncle Clifford. So instead yo. of he who remains, well, was they who who remains. Um, shout out to Uncle Clifford, uh, Nico Anon, I believe that's his name. Uh, Cast Tech representative, him and Aunt Louie, Cast Tech representative. They all went like she been known. You know what I'm saying? They been gang, dog. The two of them been gang for a long time. And um, Uncle Clifford is funny. His character, Laurent De Laurent, which is funny as fuck to me, by the way. Um, Laurent De Laurent was Uncle Clifford before Uncle Clifford was realized, dog. Like, it really is the multiverse, dog. Let's see what uh, my nigga June June. Yo, I'm not dealing with June sending the fucking artwork. <laughs> with the- <laughs> he probably made that shit himself, too. He probably, no, I'm 100% he did, dog. Um, June, June, the, the homie June, uh, June from CT, and then we got the the big June that we know for sure. F L I N T, yeah, G C T June and F L I N T June. Um, let's see what Flint June said. June, what up, man? I seen you down in Atlanta too, trying to show your haircut off and shit, man. You flying out, stunned on niggas talking about y'all don't fly to other cities to get your cut, nigga. I I. What's up, fellas? I just want to send a quick voice note in. I haven't done it in a while, and I'm going to keep it brief. Okay, so I've seen a flyer on Twitter for Jerome's funeral. So this is 86, not 89. So $73 million in 86 with inflation to today's prices will be $200 million. I feel I'm, I'm killing everybody. <laughs> everybody got to die. Also... I'm surprised with three episodes left to go. This is the first time we heard nigger with a hard R on it. <laughs> yeah, it's getting good. Can't wait to see what y'all fellas got for us. When you see the My June baby. in all caps, you know it's all facts. My baby, dog. June, what up, though, man? Um, 
just appreciate June. Niggas don't know June. June. June fuck with the pod like for a minute, but he also fuck with us like internally. Like June, like then did shit for the pod, man. Like well, y'all yeah, got June's also man. in the group chat that I talk to every single day. Factual. You know factual. Saying? Shout out to the Royal Rumble. Shout out to y'all, man. Um. We gonna keep this thing going, dog. We got another voice note from my man AJ across the pond. AJ, I'm gonna tell you this before I play your note. Yo, AJ, um, you was in the whole Twitter thread today. Yo, you literally were a Twitter thread today. They said they want a picture of you, my nigga. But here's the thing: I don't want you to send a picture of you to us. So you keep telling motherfuckers you look like Kane and letting them think that because I tell you what they said. I don't AJ. want it. They say you say you look like Kane. They said his cap. They they say you look like Craig David. They oh man, Craig David. Man, man. Yo, yo, that's kind of no Craig David over there. Right? That's kind of Brit race. Hey, he British. There? Oh yeah, he gotta be. If he not British, he Canadian. Same difference. Same difference. Um, in the body of the email, he said three hundred episodes. Power to the pod, guys from Detroit, but definitely not Tariq. <laughs> yeah, that's funny as fuck. Peace and blessings, brother. Let's see what my man AJ said from across the pond. What up, and what up, Jay? It's your boy AJ. First things first. Shout out to you. Greatest podcast in the land makes it to 300 episodes. Salute. What an incredible milestone and an incredible personal achievement. Talk to these niggas. For the both of you. I know, I mean, you're already getting bigger and I know, I just know things are going to keep getting bigger and bigger for you. I'm not going to say better because, in my opinion, you came out the gates, straight out the gates, fully formed. Um, that's why I'm not saying better. Man. But um, I can feel that even bigger things are coming down the tracks for you. Um, I just want to say thank you um, for everything that you've done and continue to do. Um, I really hope you do know what it means uh, to me, and I'm sure I can speak on behalf of the entire Twig family. Um, you know, the last couple of years have been tough. It seems like the world has come off its axis. Um, and this podcast has really been uh, an incredible anchor. And um, thank you for all the content, the discussions, the recommendations, uh, the jokes and the laughs. Um, I don't even, I don't know if you even know how funny you are sometimes like for me like the, what cracks me up is always like those little throwaway comments that you barely catch um, it's got to the point where I can't listen to the pod in public now because <laughs> I might start cracking up at some little comment and, and people think I've gone I've gone strange in the head and thank you also for putting up with my pointless ramblings for the past uh, 18 <laughs> months or however long it's been um, okay so anyway Lots of love and big, big flowers to both of you. And long, uh, long may it continue. Uh, okay, quickly on to Snowfall. Uh, I'll say quickly because I had to watch it very quickly during lunch uh, in not great conditions. Um, not a time to rewatch it because by the time you hear this, I'll be at a friend's birthday dinner. Um, great episode. Uh, very Another very hard-hitting episode in a different way to last week. Mm-hmm. Um, finally, a Walter Mosley episode that wasn't Trixie Poughkeepsie uh, just got straight to the point um, <laughs> death and the shadow of death absolutely everywhere in this episode uh, well I guess the clue is in the title Charnel House um, 
I've also been watching, finally, uh, Yellow Jackets this week, so I've had a lot of death on my plate. It's been a heavy week. Um, the use of the Enya track, uh, what's it called? Is it called um, Bodicea, I think? Uh, during the, the, the funeral service was fire. Um, at first, I, I thought that they were going to be using the, the Fuji sample of it in um, Ready or Not, but it was actually the original Enya track. Uh, never thought I'd hear Enya used in Snowfall, but there we go. Most um, the 80s. Angela Lewis was incredible, even though I still don't like the character. Uh, Sissy told her pretty much exactly what we all said last week. Um, finally, I wasn't crazy about them explicitly referring to Franklin as the devil right at the end. Uh, I mean, obviously, in some ways, he is a devil, um, uh, you know, because he, he brought the drugs into the uh, neighborhood and, and also they all kind of sold their soul to him. And now he's coming back for his payment. Like, he wants them to respect their part of the deal. You can't get out of this. You have to help him. Um, but I'm not sure if he's the devil. I mean, I think you could make a case for, for Teddy and the uh, Charlie Indigo Alpha Boys, who were the real devil. But um, I, I just didn't need, to be, I didn't need it to be said so directly. But maybe that's just me. Um, also, did you clock the uh, Uncle Clifford cameo at the funeral service? <laughs> um, yeah, can't wait to hear your thoughts. Um, and here's to another 300 episodes. Uh, peace and blessings to everybody. Speak to you next time. Peace. Peace, AJ. It's always the Charlie Indigo Alpha, man. It's Facts. always them, man. Facts. Facts. It's always them, man. And I do like how I find it strange how all the black people on Twitter and all the socials is talking about how bad Louis is or how bad Franklin is, but everybody else want Teddy. Mm. Teddy is the real devil. Mm. You still work for the real devil. Mm. Popping all that shit, and that nigga said, this not a request, and you ran your ass the fuck over there, didn't you? And tried to boss up. He was like, meet me there now. I'll meet you there then. Hurry up and hug up. Three o'clock. Nigga, because you knew if you had stayed on the phone, he'd have told your motherfucker, get your black ass over here. You said last week, episode that you were still scared of him he literally fucking charlie nigga you remember when your old black uncle who was in the war used to talk about charlie nigga that's teddy bro like come the fuck on man um all right we gonna run through these last two voice notes man we got one from my dog name tag name tag what up though my guy always happy to hear from you brother hope you're doing well man what up though y'all it's name tag first off happy 300 episodes official Official episodes of This Week in Culture. Looking forward to seeing y'all hit 300 episodes on the Patreon even. Mm. Just to get right into it, man. Talk about them goals. Clifford from uh, Pete Valley was the last person I expected to see in this episode of Snowfall um, at Jerome's funeral. But but I forgot, I completely forgot he was in those early seasons as uh, at Claudia's Club. Cause for a minute when I saw him, I was like, "Wait a minute, whoa! I don't know if are we are they in Cali, or are they uh, down in the valley?" <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> I think too that but I'm they're gonna it. work Come on, on making Louis's character redeemable, right? And by that, I think that preview we saw of this next episode was a misdirect. I think that is gonna come down to it. She's gonna think about what Sissy said, and I can see her teaming up with Franklin and sissy and, and dig this we ain't see no body drop with alton with this whole thing about teddy killed him so 
I even think in one of these last few episodes, we're going to see Alton come back. And I can see Sissy and him killing Teddy. Or, I don't know, maybe Teddy gets arrested. I don't know. Somehow Teddy's going down. Um, It's real difficult to predict how this is going to end. So I don't want to say too much and just be sounding all over the place. But, yeah, I think Alton's going to come back before this season is out. Also, what do y'all think is going to happen with Scully? That one scene at the funeral was real, like, odd. And maybe I missed something in, in in some of the past episodes, but where he stared down the smart kid, I was like, whoa, what is that about? Even Obviously, they said it in the episode, too, but yeah, that was kind of weird. Mm-hmm. So what do y'all think is going to happen with Scully's character before the season is out? Anyway, looking forward to the pod. Y'all be easy. Peace. Peace. Um, We got a couple minutes for prediction. Peace. Uh, name tag. I don't think he stared down the kid. I think that he that was his respect to Jerome. Yeah. He walked to the edge, gave a head nod, and then left. He's so, also a super duper blood, and this is a whole crypt. This is a crypt field. Yeah. Yeah. I don't so. need to be here. Um, I also thought back to last season's wedding episode. Scully didn't you remember when he left the wedding? Like he was at the ceremony and then when niggas started doing the reception, that nigga was like, I'm gonna go ahead and get the fuck out of here. I supplied y'all with this laced ass Shit, um, whatever you put in the punch and shit, but it was like, I'm gonna go ahead and slide because I don't be at this type of shit, nigga. This ain't me, so I'm gonna get the fuck out of Dodge, but I'm here to pay respect. Um, so I didn't take much from Scully at the funeral. I only took this episode when it comes to like niggas having weird looks, I only took something from Dog staring at Leon that felt fucking off to me and it felt intentional to me. Um, Real quick, while we talking about that, uh, did you take anything from Dion coming up to Leon and saying, "Hey, y'all killed"? Well, first he was like, "Hey, nigga." Leon talked, turned around like, "Nigga, what the fuck?" He said, "Y'all killed that nigga that got, uh, got wrong." Nigga was like, "Yeah." It's like, "All right, then." I think it is. I don't think it's nothing going on with that because one, Unc is dead. Facts. You definitely not about to work with Louis. Mm. Think Louis gonna get you drugs? And you don't respect Louis. Like, bottom line, like, you wouldn't want to work with Louis. Let's just say that um, all that shit happened and you took back the projects. Mm-hmm. But Unc did. Louis ain't giving you no fucking work. Yeah. yeah. Like, you, at this point, you got to accept what it is. Factual. Factual. Um, And that don't none of these niggas know that all these niggas been working with the police the whole time. Come on, man. Come so, on, man. once you take over the hood... You still gonna get your drugs from the CIA or no? Or no? Yo, real quick. Um, I know I said we only had one more voice note. Uh, Shay Scott or Shay Jones, not Shay Scott. Pardon me. Shay Jones sent in a, a follow up. She said, "I'm on my D Scott with part two, but I forgot to ask y'all a question. I want to hear y'all perspective on. I'm gonna play that, then I'm gonna play this final voice note from my man D Scott, and we're gonna get the fuck up out of here because I gotta piss." real bad nigga same and i got a session hey y'all i'm on my d scott with my second note but um i actually meant to ask y'all a question like um because at this point if, if franklin does end up getting that money back i think he it will come at the cost of him losing everyone um his mama leon everybody's gonna die and frank veronique um his child and he might <laughs> just walk off with his money and nothing else left and um my question was, is it worth it for all of that um, 
to happen and to walk away with that money if that's how say the end ended up uh, what would you guys think about that that's my question because um, honestly that was kind of like when he was talking to Leon yesterday about Jerome's death it kind of felt that way like oh well you know Jerome was a casualty of war you could be next Leon I could be next but um, my mission now is this money that's all I see so if that was an ending and Franklin you know gained the world basically and lost his soul which he probably has already done uh, what kind of um reaction would you guys have or how would that play out for you guys and, and franklin since you guys love him so much <laughs> all right yeah thanks yeah shay jones trying to fight she acting like she not in this with us franklin is ghost you yeah we know he ain't the greatest but nigga we riding or dying for our niggas out here yo um if Franklin got his money and lost everything else, uh, that would still be death. And Franklin's going to lose everything no matter what. And that's the thing, right? Losing all the people which you lose and everybody you love, uh, especially in Shay Jones's example, if he lost his fucking girl and his child. No, Franklin would be fucked up to the end of fucking time, bro. That $73 million don't mean as much. I think Franklin would be cool if he get his money back and it's just him, Veronique, and a baby. I 100%. I think he'll be able to stomach He'll adjust. Else. Um, cause to the point they made at the end of the episode when, uh, when Louis asked him, you know, if he, you know, you the devil, right? And the nigga said, yeah, I am. He was like, yeah, I am. I think internally I Franklin's demons have haunted him for a long time. This didn't just start he this week. literally woke up from them. Come on, man. I wish they would have shown what was yo, happening. And to y'all Veronique demons who swear that she was still finna be shady, nigga. Y'all seen her taking care of that man when he was having that fucking panic attack, right? Man. Well, you know what's funny? Him and Auntie is um Spider-Man in the fucking meme. I wonder what he was drinking that, but he was like, he basically said, what's wrong with me? Yeah. And she was like, ain't nothing wrong with me. He was like, she said, ain't nothing wrong with you. You're fine. Yeah. He's like, I'm not fine. He not. He not him and, and then fucking, after next time we see him, he was telling he was he was a devil. <laughs> and and Auntie was having them nightmares too. She couldn't sleep. She now her nightmares we saw. We didn't see Franklin's right. Oh shit! I thought she was about to kill herself. Mm. When she was in the car, she went crazy, screaming "fuck you." Oh, and ran up on the fucking dunes, acting her yeah. ass off like a motherfucking shit. Like she was really in her bag. Yeah. I thought she was running into a pole. Mm. I'm like, oh, she, she ran into the trash. I also saw police lights flying. So glad you brought that up. So I'm you like, 100 saw the blue and red flashing I'm on like, her fucking did, skin. Was that just? As I thought she filming? was getting pulled over, and I'm like, oh shit, Auntie about to be fucked up out here, dog. That's what I thought. Um, we got this one final voice note from my man D Scott. Man, I'm gonna play this so we can get up out of here. D Scott, man, my motherfucking rookie of the year last year. You coming through on your MVP shit? We appreciate you, bro. This weekend culture. This weekend culture. I forgot his email said he made a jingle for the pod. <laughs> so here we go. <laughs> this weekend culture coming to you from the blue and black. This weekend culture. Boom. How you always doing? It's your boy D Scott. Uh, long time listener, first time caller. Uh, I'd like to um, tell you some of my thoughts on the most recent episode of Snowfall. Yeah. Uh, I really enjoyed this episode. It was a little slower than the previous ones, but I might use that as just to have to show Jerome's funeral. You know, kind of slow it down. You know, pay homage to Amin Joseph. But I like in this episode how Teddy's girl walked in and put him in his place. 
in less than a minute because she told him about himself. She told him, either you fix this or it's going to be a public execution. And I don't think she means literally. But that was a really good scene. Uh, I think Tay's gonna going forward is going to use Parisa in some ways because nobody knows who she is. So she'll probably get close to Franklin or whoever to I guess set him up or whatever. But low-key, she got some pretty eyes. <laughs> this should be called the Louis episode because Louis, Angela Lewis, acted her ass off. Facts. Showing different range of emotions, PTSD, grieving, anger at the loss of her husband. And it's weird seeing her go to Scully because I know they don't have the best relationship, but he was um, told her how to get through it, you know, through the uh, trauma that he went through losing his wife and kid. But all in all, it was um, a master class on her part. Um, at the funeral, the Leon and Dion's uh, interaction. So does this mean that they're cool now or is Dion still coming back or what? Because I'm really confused. I didn't... Maybe you got some thoughts on that. But... It's funny how when the KG, I was finding funny movies when somebody leaves the house that they just broke into, they rush to lock the door. Like, I think it just didn't come through a locked door. Like, ma'am, if he wants to come back, he'll come back. But looks like Oso is, has no options. So we'll see what he d- does going forward because you got KGB, DEA, Franklin, uh, Teddy, all pulling him in one direction. So hopefully he finds a way out and makes it to the end. But that's all I got on uh, Snowfall. But recently I've been watching um, Yellowstone. And I don't know if you guys have seen it yet, but it's, it's, it's all right, you know. I love Yellowstone, my nigga. I see why people clamor to it, but two things. I hate Bev Dutton. I can't stand her. <laughs> and I can't stand the Jamie character. He got toughened up a little bit. But that's all my thoughts right now. Hopefully there's going to be a part two to uh, my voice notes. But anyways, till next week. Peace. You'll grow to love Jamie. I mean, you'll grow to love uh, Beth. Beth. But I was frustrated with her too. I ain't mad at it. We got one more from D Sky. You know he's gonna part two it up, but I'm gonna play that in a minute. Um, D Sky, you brought up a couple things in your uh, in your voice note. Um, one of them, I agree. This was 100% the fucking Louie episode, man. They they really got their shit off. Uh, she was acting her ass off. We, we've talked about it time and time again throughout the pod. Um, you might hate her character, dog, but Angela Lewis was getting in her fucking bag, man. And whatever she do over these last three episodes, I feel like it's just going to be a culmination of what we saw today and last week. Because last week she was also in her bag. It was a little more traumatic, so you probably couldn't appreciate it as much. But, mm-hmm. yeah, Angela Lewis was in her shape. So based on the trailer... It looks like Franklin is in some danger of some sort, but I don't know if that's the actual case. Cause remember what he said to also when he was at the under the underpass, mm-hmm. he said also was like, uh, he said he like a cat, um, hiding such and such. He was like, he nah. said a cat chasing a bird. But he yeah. was like, luckily I'm the bird. He was like, well, the nigga, you know, the nigga ain't gonna fall for no traps. He's yeah. too smart. Yeah. He was like, well, unless he thinks he set the trap himself. Mm. So I don't know that when when Franklin is tied up, yeah, maybe Louis actually helps him. Yeah, she you know could, what I'm saying? Like he helped her when she was tied up. Yeah, like so I don't know that the danger it looks like Franklin is in is it, actual danger is real or yeah. not. We'll find yeah. out. 
For sure, for sure. You know what um, I'm saying? And that's that's the wild part about it too, uh, is that Franklin in this week's episode, his plan with Ocho was yo, or also was yo. We still need to get Teddy, nigga. Period, point blank. Also told him everything. Told him everything under the bridge. Yo, KGB, DEA, all these niggas is after me. Everybody wants Teddy. Nobody got you. They got auntie. They got auntie and they want Teddy. What the fuck do Moreno mean? I feel like it mean black somehow. Probably, but he calls Franklin that all the time since season Always, one. Yeah. Um, all right, let's play this last D Scott voice note and then we uh we out this bitch. Damn guys, I'm sorry. I almost forgot. Uh happy three hundred episodes. Gang. Man, it's been an amazing journey. I think I came in around the 170s. But shit, I ain't look back. The pod's gotten better and better. The chemistry you and Jay um, show every episode is unmatched. Man, congratulations. I would oh, send y'all something, but my girl be watching my bank account and shit, so <laughs> I may send like a postcard or something. <laughs> but best believe, I'm pulling up to the blue and black one day. And shit y'all can do to stop me. I'm sitting on the pod. I'm going to get my thoughts off. Pull up. All two hours of it, too. But anyways, uh, have a good pod. Keep doing your thing. Keep those cans cracking. Peace. Yo, uh, Appreciate 100 you, episodes ago, Man. the homie Will from Dayton you know, sent in this great gift. I sent got in it. the amazing. It's in the lobby right now on the wall and amazing shit. Amazing gift. Somebody texted me last week and said, yo, where Will from Dayton? So, Will, if you're listening, I know sometimes you'll be busy. Can't and this is no where Will you. tapped in. Um, was on um, Snowfall. But uh, if you're good out there, man, shout out to you, man. We still appreciate you. And uh, shit, people asking about you, Will. Facts. No, Will, you was it's definitely crazy. one of them ones, man. Um, Always appreciate it. And, and you showed love to the pod in a way that we'll never forget, man. Uh, that that 200th episode gift was fucking legendary, man. So, Will, we uh, we hope you good out there, man. Hope you and your people as well. Um, D. Scott, you already know, man. If you ever drive that truck through the city, man, you got to pull up on the gods, nigga, the blue and black. You already know where the fuck we at. Um, yo, man, this episode of Snowfall was phenomenal. Um, this season of Snowfall has literally rivaled whatever your favorite season of Snowfall is. Season six is coming for its neck. Um, I don't know what happens over these last three episodes, but God damn it, this shit has been great. Um, I don't know what happens in the next 300 episodes of this pod, but God damn it, this shit has been great, man. So on on behalf of, of this week, we're going to slow down. God, God damn it, we not, <laughs> nigga. Y'all already know what it is, man. Episode 300. I'm Ant. That's Jay. This Week in Culture. We out, baby.